0: I'm the most underrated, most hated, greatest of all time. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is not an escapism. <laughs> Hello and welcome... Oh, I can't even
1: do it. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome back to the show. As always, I am the most underrated podcast host in Britain in the past five years, I am at least. Today, I am joined by the delectably underestimated candy machine. Hello. The universally disparaged gadget. Oi. <laughs> The superbly underachieving Stig.
2: Underachieving, cheeky bastard.
0: And the surprisingly undercompensating Biggie. Thank <laughs> 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 <Okay>. you. Hello. <laughs> uh, just get over that patron shite. Come on.
3: Do it. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Let's stop it. Oodles. Go to bed. We'll do it without you. You're in no fit state to do this. No,
0: I am. Right.
2: Right, Stig. On with the patron stuff. Yeah. Um, just leave all that in Gadget, please. <laughs> okay. let's, have, let's have some context of what's going on. Someone's very, very
3: hungover. Someone hasn't been to bed. <laughs> I wonder if you can guess who it is. It's Biggie. <laughs> no, it's certainly not Biggie. Nope. And it's certainly not Candy. And it's definitely not Stig. No, 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 no. Potentially not me. who's left get away right (laughs) if you
2: want more of this top quality content you can go to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism on there you will find the three tiers that we do the first one is modern escapees five pounds a month that will get you an extended edition of this episode and every weekly episode and you will get at least one monthly special and any other specials that we do. If you are into Dungeons and Dragons, we also do a D&D player podcast called Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep? And for £5 a month, you can... Get the Scott Sheep tier and that will get you ad-free early access to the show, all artwork, candy producers for it, any battle maps Gadget does for it, any original music, character sheets, anything that we create for the show you'll get access to. And you'll also be able to suggest NPCs and items for Gadget to use in the campaign. And if you're feeling flush, go Biggie or go home, you can select the Biggie Bundle for £7.50 and that gets you everything
4: or pay £10, and you can listen to Oodles keeping the recording device on at all times, especially when he's out drinking, <laughs> and you can hear the lot. Sign oh, me up. That's the special New Game Plus um,
5: <laughs> <version>. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> at least the um, the Oodles haters like this episode, because I'm going to be quite quiet.
2: There's no Oodles haters, mate.
0: Ah, there's
4: one or two. There is, we just don't talk about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Let's do what we always do. Let's just crack on. You guys talk for about half an hour so I can have a look, well, I'm not joking, I'm not gonna sleep, but Gadget, what have you been up to this
3: week? Uh so a couple of things. I've been continuing on with uh, Persona five. Um as I guess I'm I'm now into the second palace. Um it's making less sense than it did before. But <laughs> it, does. <laughs> it does. I've just un, un- I've just unlocked uh Yusuke character. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's canny. Yeah, yeah, I like it. bit of it. a morose goth type.
0: It it gets even better as it goes on.
3: Yeah. Uh, Morgana is still fucking annoying. That's shy, um, man. What what is it with JRPGs and annoying animal sidekicks?
0: I don't <laughs> know. Because Monster Hunter
3: Stories 2 had it. Mm.
0: Just a weird trope that they all love.
3: I think it's yeah, for he teddies. would be right
4: if they cut that half of his dialogue and everything. You know, it's just
3: yeah. The um, it's it, it, it's, it's f- too every every. Yeah, every time you're in a fight, and it's just like one of your one of your characters will take like a heavy hit, and it's just like, oh, okay, shit, I've lost a lot of health there, and then Morgana will go, heal them, heal them quickly. <laughs> I know, I've, I've seen before. She'll say stuff like, It's so beautiful, Pamphor, or whatever she's called." Oh yeah, fucking this, is fucking simping for him. Um, yeah, it's Anna's ridiculous in it. Weird, um, but yeah, I, I'm still enjoying the game despite me complaining about. It. I, I'm, I i do not really enjoy the school stuff so much. I didn't realize I had to take tests in it. Yeah. They ask you questions. You have yeah. exams. Yeah. Oh, my God. Panic. <laughs> Aww. Aww. What's the point You can Google the answers. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I Google the answers. But, yeah, well, the, 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 because it's the whole living through a, like, as, a, as a, a teenager in high school, mm-hmm. you do. Yeah, you go to classes and, like, you'll get maybe, like, th- asked three questions a week by the teachers. Yeah. And then those same questions come up on the test. But they're, like, proper, like, just... talk you down if you get them wrong. But it's, <laughs> But the questions that they ask you is, like, this is a concept brought up by some Japanese philosopher in the fourth century. What was his name? How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs>
0: yeah, he's not wrong, and and if you get Just it like right, Kijima you get stat ups as well, don't you?
3: You, you level up. And well, stuff. yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's it. If, if you get if you get the questions right, you like you you It's free grinding, isn't it? Yeah, but Ooh. if you don't get them right, you can't get that knowledge. You no. can't. You don't get that opportunity back. Exactly. And like doing the exams doesn't give you a knowledge boost or anything like that. So oh. it gets really fucking annoying. But I, I like the. Um, I like the um. has was the got mementos? The um. Yeah. The the, the like bit where it just it. it's a bit like the Chalice Dungeons in Bloodborne, where it's just but you get a van. <laughs> yeah, a van made out of a cat. Mm. Cat van. Yes. Yeah. And they do. Make, they do make a cat bus joke yes, when you first like started up. In yeah. 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 Literally, one of the characters says, "Why are why are all cats like made like buses? Yeah. Something <laughs> stupid <Yeah>. like that." <laughs> Um, it's it's clearly a joke. It's probably funnier in Japanese, um, but yeah, I'm so I'm so really enjoying. it. It's a very interesting game. Very long, isn't um, it? I mean, I'm like fifteen 30, hours in now. You're, you're, you're I'm like on, on the second hours level. Where you are. So I'm uh, I taking even longer. Uh, like 15, fifteen, sixteen hours, something like that. Either either way, I'm in the second level. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking long. It's a hundred and fifty hour game. <laughs> the main thing I want to talk about though is um, uh, Pip and I. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're children of the 90s, you know. And we, we remember a certain TV show from the 90s that, of course, the Americans have taken over and done their own thing. We've been watching BattleBots. Huh. What's BattleBots? Which Bots? is the American Robot was. Oh, <gasps> wow. It's exactly the same setup. Big Perspex box made robots knocking the shit out of each other. But because they're Americans, they turn it up to 20. <laughs>
4: have, they so got, have, like they got, have they got a mobile home or them. something? Yeah,
3: I was about to say, <laughs> I've got they're, they're, they're flamethrowers. <laughs> like compressed air flamethrowers. They're fucking ridiculous. These things are really fucking dangerous. Um, they, they they do things like um, they have the main host is not Craig Charles or anyone like that. It's, it's pretty generic blonde number four
1: yeah um, big
3: fan. Yeah, they have um and then she gets swapped out for, for pretty generic blonde number 10 in the second season because clearly the first blonde wasn't pretty enough um she reached 21 uh yeah seems Aww. that way um you've, you've got you've got two commentators doing it in the traditional sports style so you've got one guy called chris who is a traditional commentator and then you've got kenny florian from the ufc no way <laughs> yes random yeah. And I know, I, I, I mean, I, was, I, I remember seeing him fight years ago. I never realized how much he sounds like Rob McElhinney when he speaks. <laughs> he just sounds, it sounds exactly like a carbon copy of him. Um, and then you've got uh, Farouk. Oh, what's his name? I cannot remember his name now. Shit. That's going to bother me. Um, uh, Farouk Tahid, who is the uh, ring announcer he just stands up there and goes it's robot fighting time <laughs> and we'll and we'll drop some horrendous puns introducing each robot um yeah they're american they 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 take it to the next level it's, it's loud. insane the um i mean in season 2 so there's two seasons on netflix the 2015 season and the 2016 season um in the 2016 season they have they allow drones remote controlled drones <laughs> which as to this point have been utterly
0: pointless with oozes <laughs> on them
3: <laughs> well, so so there's one I can't remember which bot it was on, but it was, the drone was um, it was it was designed so you had the main bot and then you had a drone alongside it. And the, the idea was the main bot would like kind of clamp onto the opponent. The drone would land on top and drill into the top of it. It had like it had like a um, like a, pillar, a small pillar drill in it. Um, that got smashed within eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Drones don't like to touch things, do they? No, at all. Um, <laughs> They they also allow um, uh, cluster bots, so you can have like your main robot, and then you can have a couple of little like botherer bots around. As long as the totality of all three, all however many robots you've got, is not over two hundred and fifty kilograms, <laughs> it's <laughs> really wrote. funny. So there, there was there what there's one contestant in in, um, in season two who's from this from the UK. She went over with these uh, with a uh, it was called Bug Swarm or something like that, and it was five five robots. Oh nice. Which again all lasted about 10 seconds because to, for the weight limit they had to be under 50 kilograms, so they all had to be really light. They got just destroyed <laughs> immediately. <laughs> um the, the 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 main the main one that we enjoyed watching in the first season was uh, tombstone, which is do you remember in the UK robot wars we had Hypno Disc. Yeah. And its thing was it was a very simple robot, all it had was a really big heavy disc on the front, and it destroyed things. So this takes the American, the American idea, basically the same shapeish robot, but instead of a spinning disc, it's Blank got cover. like, no, like imagine a lawnmower blade but an inch and a half thick. Ooh, Jesus! So it, it, I think I think the blade itself weighed about twenty kilograms. And when that thing got up to speed, literally the first robot it fought against just rammed into it and took it apart oh, wow. <laughs> like These people have spent thousands on these robots, and then travelled halfway across America to come over and get demolished in ten seconds. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So
4: there so lots of people in the audience holding big signs and yes. you know, yes. foamy yes. hands yes. everywhere. And...
3: There's there's one. Um, it's a, it's an, uh, I should have researched some of the names of these robots because they're ridiculous. But one, uh, their whole thing is patriotism. So the walk out, the robots. Are on The trolley, and it's got an American flag coming off the top of it. And they push it into the arena, stand with their hands on their hearts, and they kind of salute the flag.
5: and The audience (laughs) goes, USA!
0: They're
4: really proud of their country, aren't they?
5: (laughs) Probably called the Patriot Bot or something. Yeah, but don't don't, don't Uh, the
4: schools do that? um, The song in the morning or something. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the Pledge Pledge. of Allegiance. Yeah. Yeah. Grow up
2: America. It's not so kill a lot, though, is it? An actual, an actual knight of the round table. Um, Matilda. Yeah. That's
3: that's the thing. They don't have house robots, um, which is slightly disappointing because you would think the Americans would, I don't know, they'd have something in there with a fucking nine millimetre on it or something. <laughs> um, the, the arena traps aren't as good as in Robot Wars. Like there's no pit, for instance. Oh. Nothing to knock people into. It's just got a few circular saw blades that come out and a few spikes and then these kind of grinding corkscrews on the side. Um, but yeah, some of the robots are ridiculously overpowered. They're so funny to watch. Um some of some of the ones like they really like with um, the UK robot wars that they did limit a lot of stuff, you know, for health and safety purposes. Not so much with the Americans. <laughs> they, they have these ridi- these ridiculous flipper bots that have that have so much power, like they show it like hurling fucking lead weights around. Just uh, get gets under there's one of them that gets under the robot and just launches it 15 foot in the air. Like they're so overpowered, it's unreal. I, I just have this image
2: of uh you know how in hockey, if the puck gets smashed over the top of the glass and people in the crowd are like, yeah, I've got the puck, <laughs> just like people, like kids in the crowd with bits of metal that have come off the robots be like, yeah! like Just like totally out so their head or something. Or something.
3: <laughs> so because it's like the kind of the bulletproof glass Perspex box, there's one moment where where one of the robots takes a hit from um, I think it might actually be Tombstone, another one, of the, at least one of these kind of like ridiculously powerful spinning robots, and it tears something off at such a pace that it embeds into the bulletproof glass in front of the two commentators. Jesus, I just like, okay, <laughs> you need to limit this, lads. It's a bit much, but yeah. it's fucking hilarious. It's it's worth watching. It's so over the top, so overdone. Um, and the only thing that lets it down is there's no Philippa Forrester.
0: Ah. <clears throat> oh. Talented and beautiful.
3: Yes, exceeding. Wait till somebody in the
4: crowd dies from uh, something <laughs> happening over the side or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it went quite a
2: while, though, wasn't it? I think mid 2000s by the looks of it, so.
3: it. It had a number of seasons, then it came off and then it came back in 2015. Ah, okay. So if you look it up on, on Wikipedia, it says it had 10 seasons, but I think it had like five seasons and then stopped for a few years and then it's had another five on top of that. Um, yeah, ran from 2000 till 2002, and then from 2015 onwards. Like I was in um,
2: the other bit of a nostalgia reboot,
3: didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah. It's so worth watching. It's so stupid. It's so brilliant. And it's like I say, it's just robot wars turned up to eleven. It's, it's I mean, it's the same format. It's the same kind of like uh, group stages, knockout format.
0: The, wor- the worrying thing is now if other countries are doing it, like when Japan get involved, they're going to be mechs, aren't they? They're going
2: to be <laughs>
3: Gundams. Yeah.
2: That's incredible, isn't it? I would watch that. Yeah. Imagine if it, like, gets this thing and and um Boston Dynamics just send in one of their robots. <laughs> it's just like a real-life robot just picking them up and throwing them around.
0: Versus that Asimov, or Asimo, or whatever it's called,
1: yeah. <laughs> and he just gets
0: destroyed and decapitated.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Poor Asimo, no! I'll
4: send you the clip of the robot fails that I got sent the other day. You're oh, they're brilliant. Oh, seen oh, loads I, 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 of them.
3: Yeah. I will love that, but uh, yeah, watch Battlebots. It's it's stupid fun. We will right.
0: I'm just going to go on the order that I can see. It's me now, so <clears throat> I'm. I've had a busy week. Uh, as you can already tell, I've, I've been out, but I'm not going to discuss my
3: actions. Um, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we should discuss your actions because the audience has come to this podcast for jovial entertainment and mm-hmm. our host is, sounds like he's dying. Okay, well, I'm not. <laughs> Literally I, and figuratively. Excuse me. Um,
0: yeah, um, I just didn't get in until half past six this morning and I haven't slept. So that's it, really. There's no no massive stories to tell. That you know of, yet. Yeah. yeah, there is that. But this week... (laughs) Are you
3: you going to be banned from any more
0: pubs? No. Well, it's a town I don't live in, what we went to, so I don't care. Ah, that's why you went there. (laughs) No. But yeah, this week I've been catching back up with me walking dead. Um, I'm on season nine now, and I think it's one of the best seasons I've seen so far. I don't know if anyone else can remember season nine, or even if you got that far. I didn't. But this shit, it's gone scary again. Like, the last episode I watched today... Um, and I don't know what happens past it, but mate, the fucking zombies are talking to each other. Oh, I know that. I have oh. a shit in myself. <laughs> okay, okay. The, the chatting, they're chatting to each other and it's proper scary. And there's been, like, I'm sorry for spoiler alerts, but there's been a massive, like, time jump, like a five year time jump. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Everyone's older. Why'd they do that?
2: I don't know. Probably I just. Know. Um... They just have. Just so they didn't have a fucking baby, probably. My mm. little like, kid—it was just like yeah, easier people to make, were
0: having babies left, right, center. Easier so, yeah. to make them growing up, maybe, maybe. But I, I think this season's really strong so far. Um, it's it's gone back to being a little bit scary, you know, like the first season. I think the first season's probably its best season so far.
3: Mm. Well, the first, the first season managed to managed to have it scares one because it was short; it was only seven episodes. Oh yeah, but but there was there was so much about everything that. The characters didn't yeah. know about because the zombie thing was new to yeah, all and we got the characters. Them good,
0: you know, the first few episodes were it's just Rick and when he meets up with Morgan and that. You know what I mean? It's there's a lot of yeah. being scared on your own. But this season nine now, like all the groups of all, they're all intertwined into their own little communities. Barely any of them are mates anymore. They're not enemies, but they're not mates. And now the zombies are fucking talking. <laughs> so I am <laughs> shitting myself. This is scary shit. It's back It so sounds being... somewhat
3: like how you sound now.
0: Yeah, Worse. They're, they're like, they're like, they're over there. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's proper scary. But uh, that's not I the see main I where thing. you're at. Okay. I know that's where the... you're at. Oh, it's both so scary.
4: Only because I just oh. looked it all up. I've tried. Um, I read the comic. They're following the comic quite well. So.
0: Oh, it's so scary. But the main thing I want to talk about is a game I have been playing. A computer game. Gadget, you're going to love man. this. You're going to love this. It's called Eldest Souls. Right. Oh. I've heard of this. Oh, I've got it on the Xbox. Um bought this with my own money. Fancy that. Didn't even <laughs> go to Argentina for it. Nope. Real He's,
4: he's barred from there as well. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've got that economy going. Bob.
0: No. Cash money. Well, not cash money, but <laughs> Got it on my credit card. Um, basically it's ooh, a fast pace. Look
3: at look at that art style.
0: Just yeah, it. it's a fast paced and brutally challenging um,
3: boss rush souls like. Ooh. Ooh stop 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 I can only get so erect. I know stop
1: <laughs> <saying>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: basically, yeah, it's he's developed by uh, a developer called Fallen Flag Studio. I don't really know him. I, I don't think I've ever heard of it. I don't know if it's the first game or whatever, but it's available on Switch, uh Steam, Xbox, PlayStation everything. Everything that you want. Um it's just it's just like so do you know how people a lot of people play um you you, you your Souls games, Dark Souls and Bloodborne and stuff like that, and a lot of people play it for these big spectacle bosses, don't they? And a lot of people struggle with the uh, orientation of m- getting around. Like you know, you know, you can get lost in Dark Souls, can't you? Imagine you can not lost needing to get lost and just going to the big spectacles one after the other. That's what this is. So
3: it's, the-, um, it, it, the, the look of it reminds me a lot of Titan Souls. If you remember that.
0: It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a bit more. The graphics are a little bit better, but similar to Titan Souls because that was like a boss rush, weren't it? Yeah, so it was, yeah, there is exploration between the bosses, but it's not. You don't fight any baddies between the bosses, so there's a lot of exploration and lore building and stuff like. There's a proper deep lore and stuff like that. Um, it's the combat, the variety. Of it, I've only got one weapon so far, but I'm. I'm by the looks of the skill trees and stuff, there's like three main skill trees. So you can be like a a fast-paced rogue, or you can be a big bruiser, or you can be like more or less magic. You you know, your typical ones that you can choose from. But the beauty of it is, if you're not liking what you are, you can just respec any time. Just being like, fuck it, this is not working. Now, there's 10 bosses in this game. I've been playing this game for, let me look, 15 hours. I am on boss number two.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have died 262 times. <laughs> it is fucking hard. Really hard. Um, however, gadget, think back. Think back to Demon Souls. You know, when you, you you beat that really tough boss for the first time and you got them like, chilled out back of your spine and oh. goosebumps and that. Imagine that. Ooh. Again, you can't play Dark Souls now. we a challenge, can you? No, no, no. no Eyes no. closed. This exactly. will will it'll quench that that hunger that you want for it. That first. It's really cheap. I think I got it for like sixteen quid or something like that. It's so satisfying. If you if you're interested in a Souls game, but you don't want to get lost in, as in because you can't. It's pretty linear, but the world's fantastic. The, as you said, the art style's beautiful. But the bosses, because they've put all their thoughts into the bosses, the first, the first boss is like a, a tutorial boss. It do not even really count as a boss. You will win it. you know what I mean? And you think it's, hell, it's your this. asylum demon. Yeah, you think, fucking hell, this is easy. I'm going to smash this game. Your proper <laughs> first boss, it took me 105 attempts. But when you die, you don't lose anything. It just says, you want to try it again? And you smack bang next to that boss instantly. Bang. So it doesn't feel like you're waiting, to, like you died, you know what I mean? And, and you yeah. wait for a loading screen. It's just like bang, bang, bang. So you can do 10 attempts in a minute. Right. You just, okay. Boof,
1: boof, boof,
2: boof. That's, that's good. Cause when I see Biggie playing, like so annoying, trying, it, trying to possibly. take mm-hmm. on Onstein, Onstein and Smile, is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got to run back, run through like three enemies that are chasing him mm-hmm. just yeah. to get there. And, and yeah. it's that, that initial run back is like one of the things that's probably more, most annoying yeah. about it. It's like, Constantly got to run through them again. Sometimes
4: yeah. you fight them, sometimes you just run through, and you just like. Yeah. Sometimes they get exactly. you and We're, kill you, and you are like, fuck's
0: sake!" Yeah, quirk. it's proper <laughs> annoying. And the and the enemies in Dark Souls are tough, but there is no normal enemies in this. And the, the thing is, like, you can you can instantly restart and, and and fight that boss again. Or if you pick not to restart, you come back to the bonfire uh, inverted commas, and you can respec and you can do what you want. And it's just really, it's just really fucking fast. It's fluid. It just feels good, and you'll like this as well, Gadget. It's got the uh, Bloodborne mechanic of re—that's how, how you heal, you'll be
3: vicious. Ooh. Ooh, I did like that about Bloodborne. Yeah. That was a very fun feature in Bloodborne. It's yeah. something I would have liked in Sekiro. Yeah, would have made my time with Sekiro a lot better if I could have done Absolutely. that.
0: Absolutely. There's no shields in this game, so it wants you to be like vicious and just constantly on it.
4: Is this a new game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah come on, in I was, July. Yeah. Just- yeah,
0: yeah. Not well, people I've don't just, just about it then. Mm. No, it's because yeah. it's cause it's everyone's sick of hearing these. Oh, it's another soul. So it's like so, so, light. Light. Oh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. many shit ones. That's the problem. Yeah. Would you
2: say this is not uh, one of the? Would you shit say ones. it's uh, underrated? Oodles.
0: I'd say it's very underrated. Yeah, <laughs> I would.
4: <It's>, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm,
3: I'm looking at it on the Steam page right now. It's got very positive reviews, but it's only 895 reviews.
4: That's one review. They've died 895 times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think someone like you,
0: Gadget, that's more you're you're more fluent in Bloodborne than I am. You're a better bloodborner than I am. I'm yeah. I, I'm more Dark Souls. I think you'll get through this quicker than I would. Because it's just I just you do just would?
3: You'll be happy to know I've just clicked by. Oh it's incredible. Um so I will make this next time I do a solo stream next time Stig's not available, yeah. I'll play a bit of this. Yeah. See what it's like. Oh, I've also yes. just had a look you at how it.
5: long to beat on Eldest Souls and it's saying all styles is about four hours. So I yeah. think once you crack those bosses, oh, yeah. it's only you, ten. you'll just scream through it.
0: It tells you in the blurb, it's like there's ten bosses.
2: <laughs> Fucking um, win them. I've just seen something else as well. When I was looking at the at the art style of it, which does look lovely. Yeah. You know, Google sometimes says like brings up like people who search for this, search for this as well. This game's yeah. coming out in September called Tales of Iron. Yeah, yeah, oh, I've seen that as well. Yeah, that it, that's described as a an RPG adventure with punishingly brutal combat. So mm. another one maybe for you to try when that comes mm, out next month. Yeah, one. the the thing is with this Souls, like like I said, I think
0: the the more, the most deaths you get on I, it, this might be my place out, but the more deaths I got on Dark Souls was from the exploration and panicking and falling off things. Gravity were a bastard on it, wasn't it? Um, with this, because It's literally just boss. I I know a lot of people that play games and they're like, I couldn't play it, I kept getting lost. and People don't like to be lost. It frustrates them. You're not going to get lost on this. It's just really good set piece after really good set piece and it's basically tiny little bloodborne. It's incredible.
2: I'm going to no, add that to my wish list. Yeah, it's
0: so
3: good. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm up for that. I feel like it's, it's yeah, for people that want to play a Dark Souls game <laughs> that doesn't want to <laughs> really
1: be
0: punished <laughs> too much. But the, the deaths are that fast, and yeah. you're back at it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. loved it every single death. I was like, I know what I did wrong then.
2: See, that's it, that's what I kind of like, the the fact you said you're backing it. Like, when I was playing somewhat like Celeste, whenever you died, you didn't feel too...
0: Yeah, but and that's why, you know, that's why was, people love you. Were straight back into it. Yeah, Oh, it's so good. So I recommend everyone listening and all you guys just play it. if you've always wanted to get into that kind of game. Just give it. a That's try, the man. thing with
4: Dark Souls. I find those when you know, like the the current uh, bosses that I'm on now. Mm. It's like at the beginning of the stream, I'm kind of I'm up for it, and it might be going well, or I die a few times. Then have another game. Feeling it like it fatigues I can't you, you, there. When you when you lose, doesn't it? But when it? you Keep losing and losing. That interest just wanes. Mm. Towards, Gadgets like, probably mm, done this as yeah, much as I have. You think to yourself, oh, "I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a Dark Souls
0: run." You go, uh, you, "You might be playing it five hours. First death, you you never play it again."
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, past. I've, I've, I've uh, I, I'll, yeah, I've abandoned runs. It yeah. it's not usually the five hours. It's like if I if I don't know, like if if I'm doing Dark Souls three and I mm. fuck up and I die to Gundia, I'm just yeah. like, oh, "Fine, fuck it. Okay, just I'll play something it. else." First boss. Yeah. yeah. If, I, if I'm going <laughs> to die at the
0: first boss, I'm not going to play the rest of it.
5: I have about a five death limit. If I get to a boss and I can't do it, in fine, like, fuck yeah. it, I can't do it. I'm yeah, not playing. It, I
0: can't do it. And this, this, the mechanics in this are just—it's not complicated. Think we we all, we all like that. What did we all play other week with a crow? <laughs> with death death Star. Yeah, it's a bit similar to that controls wise. So if you like that, you'll like this. Obviously, it's not free like Death Star was, but just fucking play it. Yeah, I shall. Yes, Candy. What have you been up to?
5: Two things, as always. Uh, so I watched the Witch and Nightmare of the Wolf, the anime. Yes. Um, did anyone else see it?
3: I know I haven't I've not watched it yet.
5: It's not really... yet. I've seen.
3: I've seen Reddit complaining about it.
5: Oh, how, are they? Yeah, I well, haven't seen it's any probably Reddit complaints. Be
3: good, then. Yeah, I... Be it.
5: <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed it, and I don't always enjoy one. Well, as you know, I don't always enjoy prequels, but I don't always enjoy. A lot of animes as well, but this one it it was so it ties in so seamlessly with the um with the current Witcher TV show and that it's written by the same person. It's the same showrunner who's it's based Lauren. on the books, then yeah. I don't think it is. I think this is um. So when I say the writer, it's the same t- uh, TV writer. Yeah. All right. Um. <clears throat> yeah, this is a completely. This is pre pre the books. I think yeah, so. It will it follows, be, it's
0: about it's about Vesemir, isn't it? Yeah. So, when yeah, he's um, way so. Before. It's,
5: so it's his very early history. Um, until now, we've only seen him as like an elder witcher, I think. Um, I haven't actually read the books, but as far as I know, we, we only know him. Yeah, you only see Vesemir
3: in
0: the books as like 300 years old, man. something like that.
5: Yeah, so this is oh explores age. his young <laughs> life and how he becomes a witcher, and um, how he it sort of explores how he becomes the unwitting leader of a, debilita- a debilitated sort of care Kaer- Morhen. Kaelin Morhen, yeah. One. Yes. Um, it was. It's. It's been done by an, uh, a Korean animation studio called Studio Mir, and I had a look at what else they've been. Castlevania, wasn't it? I don't think it's Castlevania. It's Dota, Dragon's Bloods. I recognise the Boondocks and Mortal Kombat: Scorpions' Revenge.
0: It does look like the Castlevania anime, though, from the trailer.
5: I wonder if it is. Um, if it was, it might I might not be. see it. Just it. looks yeah. like it. Um, but it's really good. The animation's really good. It looks really beautiful. And um, I actually saw a clip on Twitter earlier that Lauren Hisrick had uh, posted, and she was saying that there's things that she was convinced to do in an anime rather than the TV show because there's so much more scope to do these huge battles, oh, yeah. and they they really do take advantage of that. There's just monsters on monsters on monsters on monsters, and it's just incredible. You you understand just how powerful Vesemir is as well. Oh, um, yeah if you are a fan of the TV series, I think you really do need to watch it because it's setting up, um, I think it's setting up the second season of The Witcher TV show and it's almost definitely setting up the, there's going to be a prequel um, live action, isn't there? Yes, yeah, there is. Dead Origin. So it's almost certainly setting that up. Um, I actually, I ended up watching it twice um, just because of the final line in the TV, in the uh, film, the final line. I was like, Wait a minute! You know you have to go back and kind of rewatch everything and pay more <laughs> attention. Isn't the <laughs> so,
4: new Witcher TV show coming out very soon? December. Yeah.
5: So that yeah the 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 one with Geralt in it is December. The prequel live action I'm not actually sure. I think it's
3: May next year, isn't it? Yeah, pre, pre, pre prequel live action is,
5: is
3: middle of, is middle of next year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Witcher season two is 17th that of were, December. That was that was last Spider-Man, year, wasn't it? Is it? No, 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 no. because it, 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 because of the pandemic, it only wrapped a few months ago. Shit! It, it was it was it's it's scheduled. You, but... <laughs> no, no. If 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 you go back to it, it's been dogged by problem after problem. That started shooting February twenty twenty. Wow. Obviously, naturally got shut down pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> then came back when they moved the production from Europe to the UK. Yeah. Um, when stuff started opening up here last summer, got everything, all the pre production done, got set up shot for several days, then someone got COVID on the production. Oh, so, no. down again. And oh, it's just been no. like that all the way through. And then like, earlier this year, like, Henry Cavill, I think he fell off a horse or something like that, yeah, and injured his shoulder in. and yeah. stuff. And
0: That's why there was been... an earthquake when he fell <laughs> off a horse.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's been an absolutely cursed production. <laughs>
2: mm. oh, Do you know what's really great, though? Um, I was just thinking, like, that's coming out, and obviously we've had this a- animation special. like, so much nerdy shit is getting turned into, like, top-quality TV shows. Yeah. So good. Taking like, over, mate. Next year, there's like Lord of the Rings, and if you're into it, Wheel of Time, and all that's coming out and stuff.
5: Well, I Loads think The, the Witcher's really opened the door for a lot of things, and I think because there's a Fallout TV show coming out as well, and there th- is. we've actually just recently I'm had a little. That's right, yeah. And I think that is because of The Witcher as well, because it has done so well. Off the bat, it did really well.
0: There's rumors of the Neverending Star show on Netflix as well, isn't there?
3: Yep. Um, they've acquired Netflix. some
0: rights to it. I don't know what it is. It might be the films, but people are speculating it might be a show. Yeah,
3: Netflix just dropped. Just, yeah, Netflix just dropped an anime of Monster Hunter.
2: Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, Which Which apparently, apparently Netflix just terrible. throw money at anything though, don't they? Yeah. yeah, see if it sticks.
5: Yep. I also watched a film called Jolt. Um, Jolt. Oh, Jolt. This is a film starring Kate Beckinsale, who were uh, she. Oh, yes. talented <laughs> and beautiful. Oh my gosh, she's stunning. That's oh, just not fair. Oh, the cow! And she's like, um, the, woman <laughs> <doesn't age." laughs> I saying, "The woman doesn't
3: age." I'd say the woman doesn't age. She looks yeah, the same as she did in Underworld. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, Underworld. I've, got, I've got
5: a point about that, but I'll come to that later. So mm. she's a character who struggles with like an explosive anger management problem, um, <laughs> much like myself. Uh, oh, when I was she loses, about to say. Her, <laughs> much like uh, <laughs> she has. So when she loses her temper, she has a sort of um, a surge of adrenaline that gives her almost superhuman. Does she turned green. She doesn't know, unfortunately. <laughs> Be good though, wouldn't it? Mm. Um so to manage her condition, she's got this um device that's kind of wired up, stuck to her body, this that and the other, and she's got a um a, she carries this button that's attached to a bracelet in her hand. So every time she starts to feel herself like getting riled up, losing control, she pfft, oh, shocks herself and she, up, she kind this of comes
4: stupid. back. Stupid. Is that readily available for most women? <gasps> <gasps> <He
5: did>. oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh very We're
4: too. gonna get
3: death <laughs> threats.
5: No, I can Is do with it? that.
3: Is is this like the inverse of crank?
5: I was about to say, it reminds (laughs) me. It it sounds like a
3: dog collar shock like, it does. Hashtag feminism.
5: Sorry, all women take everywhere. Take off your bras and burn
1: them.
5: Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, on the face of it, anyway, this film—it well, seems really shite—and actually, in some, <laughs> in some ways, it, but right. it is. But so it's so much—it's so much fun. I really enjoyed it. It's it is completely self-aware and it doesn't really take itself seriously in the slightest. Um, the script is a little bit dodgy in places. And when you said earlier, it, it's like Kate Beckinsale doesn't age. I kind of feel like the script was written before Kate, Kate got the role um, and it wasn't really doctored to better suit her once she got it. It's, some of the lines would be, I would say, kind of better suited to a 20-year-old sort of little shit, right. really. Um, so it, it could have done with a little bit of, of tweaking here and there. she say but... stuff
0: like, PMSL, motherfucker.
5: Yeah, like, almost. Like internet speak. Like a sort, of, like a sort of you know, a, a young smart ass, like they did with Dante when they did the uh, one oh. where he was younger. Um, but yeah, no, the, the cast is surprisingly good. So alongside Kate Beckinsale, you've got Stanley Tucci, Susan Sarandon, and Laverne Cox, who can take mm-hmm. a fucking punch, and she does frequently in this uh, film. Um, it's got David Bradley, who's Filch from the Harry Potter um, films, and Jay Courtney. Jay, yeah, it's Jay Courtney, yeah, J- isn't it? Jay um, Courtney. It's Jay. Uh, so Captain Boomerang. Um, and I think the budget was probably spent entirely on the cast because the the entire thing's um, filmed on this very obvious soundstage.
1: Um, All <laughs> 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 of the outside
5: scenes take place with, I think, like one crossroad. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, no, it is fun. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's a very obvious setup for a sequel as well, whether that will happen or not, I don't What's know. What's it on this? Uh, Amazon, I think. Amazon Prime.
0: Fantastic. Uh,
5: so yeah, worth a go. Just don't go into it. Some, expecting Big, something if you want to
0: watch it, if you just go to the search bar and type in <laughs> "jolt," <laughs> you'll find it.
5: Oh, there's one scene as well, and I won't ruin it, but you'll know exactly what it is. I had an absolute sort of laugh out loud moment. I was screaming. It wasn't just because I was drunk. And if you watch it, you'll know exactly what it is. So please let me know if you do.
3: Well, After <laughs> okay. what? This sounds like a three beer minimum, though. Oh god! Oh, does absolutely, it. Does Yeah, it? guaranteed.
5: Maybe a, and a couple of, of red bulls as well. Oh,
0: or you just just get some dragon soup and you've done it all in one.
4: Perfect. I took up heroin for the uh, Fast and Furious movies. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> you need it.
0: Right. Speaking of heroin, Biggie, what have you been up to?
4: Uh, yeah, just a couple of things for me. It's um, not an awful lot, to be honest. Uh, I started watching Border Town. It's um, a Finnish crime drama. Ooh. It's no different to sort of all your other crime dramas. It's all the same kind of thing, but it's enjoyable enough. Has there been a murder? <laughs> yeah, with the uh, the main lead of the special crime unit, he helps to solve the murders using kind of like a memory tool to um, compartmentalise evidence that is presented to him and then he kind of waits until it all links in his like head. Sherlock like Sherlock Holmes can do just in his house, in <laughs> <Yeah>. his flat. <laughs> it's it's obviously trying to find something different, isn't it? Um, He suffers from insomnia because of the stress of the job and mm-hmm. things he's seen and affects his family life it's not doing anything particularly different although it's it's very will graham that one isn't it (laughs) yeah yeah, it is but it's it's fine i've only seen the first few episodes of it but uh, Mm. it's captured my interest so i'm going to continue to watch it um and on a bleak note i ended up playing the last of us 2 Um, but i'm early days in that um first time Yes, I've not played this one. Stressful, isn't it? The original. But, <laughs> well, no, actually, at this point, no, because I'm still technically going through the tutorial at this point. So oh, it's still popping up with things like, this is how yeah. you hug walls, that kind of still thing. on the tower. Yeah, I've got to the bit where you ride with Dina and the horses. Oh, and God. To the, so it's very early on, mate. Uh, but I, I understand that it gets very bleak. But I'm, I'm so so, so, so if, if so your far,
3: current media intake is Fast and Furious Films, Finish crime dramas and The Last of Us 2. You're going to be ready to jump in the sea next week.
4: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, you need to go to therapy. <laughs> Hence why I'm playing the Divinity original Sin just to sort of balance it all. Yeah, that's right. a fun time. It's always a fun time. But uh, the other thing I did do was uh, go on a trip. Uh, like The first time I've been proper out, out, like anywhere other than my own town um, was Kew Gardens. Um, What's little that? Little one. Um up into London. Um just a beautiful lot beautiful day, so it's a huge um I don't know if you call it a national trust park. I don't know what you would call it really. It's just a beautiful walk through, very uh pretty flowers well, looked after flowers. Mm. There's a huge thing called the hive, which is man made. But it kind of wants you go. Isn't inside, that from Resident it, Evil? The hive, not quite, Uh, but there's like this man made monument, which is very impressive. It gives you the kind of like the droning sound of bees, but it's very relaxing when you go inside that. Um, There's a big greenhouse area there where they're looking after flowers. It's just a really nice walk through. Little one, there's a little play area for her, and then from there, we went into Covent Garden and had my mind blown and how busy. London is at this point. They don't care anymore, do they? (laughs) They do not care. It was interesting. We went to Chinatown for a meal. Mm. Um, It was just, it almost felt like life had gone back to normal in its own weird way. I get that. But um, yeah, it was mega busy. I was really surprised compared to my own town or going into Brighton or something like that. I was really surprised just how busy West End was. Did you wear your exclusive modern escapism mask? I have been wearing it out and about. So have I. And I've been recognised as well. What? By my own mirror, unfortunately. Oh. Um, I <laughs> not one person has said anything I to I thought me, the paparazzi yeah. had finally caught up with you.
1: <laughs> biggie,
4: Biggie, Little look come. up here. It <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, It was just interesting being out and about with the family. The mm. um, first time we felt that I should go out yeah, good. Good for the soul. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, it was. It was a nice mm. breath of fresh air, technically.
2: Excellent, excellent. Stig, what you've been doing, buddy? Oh, I've also been out and out all week, because I've been on holiday. So lots of... Went to a theme park, a zoo, safari, Warwick Castle, just...
3: Someone's in Yeah, then... Um... He probably spent less than you did in Doncaster last night. Oh, mate. <laughs> spent 200 quid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, to be fair, to be fair,
2: it was all... Um, your money? No, No, it it was all uh, money that we'd we had a holiday booked and it got cancelled, so we just used it for this. But uh, it was really good. I mean, the Warwick Castle. woke up in the morning and the girls were like, "I don't really want to go to the castle." Like, no, I want to go to the castle. We're gonna go and we got there and it was (laughs) it was it was was, they loved it straight away. They were like running inside the castle. Let's go in here. Let's walk around here. They were loving walking throughout the old like Mm. like the living room and uh, living. Could uh, you go on like uh, the ramparts and stuff? Top. Yeah, yeah, we went up there Ooh. and up to the top, right to the top, and then we watched a...
4: Did you shout like Stigveld as well at one point? Please tell me you did.
2: <laughs> no, I did, though, because the girls bought some um, wooden shields and swords. So I was running around, messing around, going, huzzah!
4: <laughs> <laughs> the famous Stigveld quote there. <laughs> and then ro- rolling the dice and missing...
5: Yeah. <laughs> they do D and D weekends in Warwick Castle, don't they? They do that. They um, do. Yeah, D and D. Comic
3: relief had that competition for
2: us. That's
5: it. right. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's it's a really it's a really good day out. They, they did. Um, they had a oh, what are they called Um when the horses run at each other with a jousting. Jousting. They had a big jousting thing set around the War of the Roses. So it was all a big show about this happened, and then it was and like which a fight side with were you people. on? Of course, I was on the Yorkshire <sighs> side, the like White Rose. I was giving it the big one for the white rose. There's <sighs> obviously a few Lancastrians on our side though, because when we went to cheer it, you could just hear a few people going "boo." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and I was like, "But I know how this ends, and we lose." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> We've been losing ever since. But it was great. Like, honestly, Amelia, like, she was like on my back so she could see over the top, and she like when she like about half a few, she just went, oh, "This is amazing." so like they they really enjoyed it in the end I was like see it was worth going there instead of the other thing we were going to do but yeah it was really good but because I've been away the only thing that I've done is when everyone had gone to bed one night I watched Boss Level Boss Level Boss Level. so Boss Level is a film on Amazon Prime it's stars Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts Ken Jeong and Michelle Yeoh she watched that yeah i've it's, seen this advertised here yeah. it's about a retired special forces officer who's trapped in a never-ending loop on the day of his death during which various assassins are trying to track him across mm. the city to kill him um it's it's really good fun like yeah she liked it it's pretty much what you expect and that what you get like so the, it starts off uh, with grillo's character Roy he's in the midst of his many deaths uh when we first introduced to him he's on deer 78 so we don't we don't see him at the start when he doesn't know what's going on. So already...
4: remind me who he is. Frank Grillo. Can't pick Frank
2: Grillo him. is the guy who plays Crossbones, Crossbones. in MCU. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 55 years old, he looks he's fucking incredible. It looks mint in the Winter sold at Rumblow, isn't it? That opening scene when he's got his top off, I'm like, you fucking bastard. He's just like, <laughs> muscles, <laughs> yeah, on, muscles on muscles on muscles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he starts Day 78 as assassin in his apartment and unfortunately for the assassin, he knows every move. So it's <laughs> very much like, you know, in Groundhog Day where Mur- Bill Murray re- memorises the security guard's movements. To try and, so and chat that woman up as well. So he can steal the, mon- steal the money. Oh yeah, it's it's very much like that. So the movie starts. The guy swings a sword to him. He just kind of ducks his head this way, moves that way, stabs the guy. Then someone. Then he starts getting shot by a gun, but he knows how to where to move and where to walk to to avoid the gunshots and everything like that. So
4: sound of this. Yeah. So we start
2: from the get-go of things, and it then quickly moves into a lot of trial and error. So we see he starts talking about. He jumps out this is all like right, literally in the first like five minutes he jumps out of a window into a truck coming below, and he's kind of like, "Do you know what it feels like to to miss this truck? It fucking hurts, and it shows like various ones where he's missing the truck and getting run over by it and just splatting on the pavement and stuff <laughs> so it's very gruesome, very like uh full of action and stuff, but um it's a bit like a computer game. it tries to play itself off as a bit computer gamey, like the opening credits it's, it's like player one pick Frank grillo and like. Has like kind of sixteen bit graphics and stuff, but that's kind of the only real computer game thing to it. I've seen people say, "Oh, this is like this is how you do a computer game, like good in a film, you don't base it on a computer game. You you make something that's based around computer games." But
0: yeah, the essence of a computer game. The only than-
2: thing that's really computer gamey is the like the trial and error, like and the name. The, assassin, <laughs> the assassins are like bosses he has to defeat and figure out how to not get killed by them. So he knows if I and do it's just this the premise for death loop. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> he's basically like, if I do this at this point, I know that that rocket launch is going to miss. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like he, ha- he he's figured out the way, where he needs to be at what point he needs to like s- s- turn the car around. So when they're chasing him, he goes that way and they fuck off. And, you know, and, and, and until he gets to a point where he's never been passed, and that's where it starts to get even more trial and error because he's he keeps getting to the same point and can't get past it. Uh, but throughout the film, we see him like so he's tackling new challenges as he gets further and further. Like the more he gets, the further he gets. He starts to ha- he has to learn new skills in order to get past certain assassins. So he's got um, to grind a little bit. Yeah, he t- basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. It's a, so a good way of to take um, it to gamers. Ugh. Uh, I don't. To be honest, I don't get the gaming reference. It's called boss level. My wife's not a gamer. Um, she watched it, and liked it. So yeah, I just I don't get that. Like it, it doesn't accumulate. Or it doesn't get to the end, and there's this big, huge boss fight with Mel Gibson. That's what it feels like. Yeah. When, when when you call the film boss level, and it feels like okay, he gets to the end, and he has the final showdown with Mel Gibson. Like not to spoil it much, but that doesn't happen. They go a different way with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's got this bit of a subplot with him and his wife and his estranged son, which kind of grinds the film to a halt. But there's a reason for it. It kind of serves a purpose. Um, but for that five, ten minutes of the film, you're kind of like, this is a bit shit. <laughs> until it actually gets to the point and it's like, okay, that makes sense. But do we need to see all that? It's just a bit. Yeah. It just kinda of slows the film down. Yeah, unironically, well, you get what you expect. It was entertaining. Grillo does a good job. He's he's maybe a little dramatically limited for his monologues that he does throughout. <laughs> but his like quips uh and his fight in the action is really good. Uh, Naomi, Naomi Watts is very bland, very forgettable. Um which is like her career, really, isn't it? I, I don't really, see, yeah, I don't really see what she's offering much in this film, to be honest. And unfortunately, Mel Gibson's really wasted too, um, because <laughs> he's been <as> terrible a- <laughs> for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he can't. He's the
4: oodles of movies.
2: <laughs> no, he's done some good stuff, but he, he's it's he still has a charismatic on-screen presence, but it's the don't use it and like is. There's that slightly unlikable edge bubbling underneath really, isn't it? Like it's not just the character in the film, it's him in real life and that serves him really well, but they just don't really lean into it. It, it almost feels like him and Naomi Watts weren't really needed for this film. They don't mm. really serve what purpose you think they could do. You could have just had anyone in there. Um But overall enjoyable, some fun action, great deaths, Um either. From himself or the assassins uh, and the final loop of the film is is really well done, Like I really enjoyed what they did with it uh, in the final bit so yeah, solid 3 out of 5 action pulpy film Excellent! It's, it's on Amazon Prime so You'll you know, love to see uh, it Yeah,
0: Brilliant, right let's get on with the uh, meat and potatoes Biggie, what are we chatting about this week?
4: Yeah, this week we're going to be talking about anything that wasn't rated or valued high enough by either the critics or the general public Talking about games, TV shows, films, albums, books, etc. All the things that are underrated and deserve much more and everything in between and on them.
0: Excellent. Very simple concept to follow this one. Again, um, i again, it's quite surprised we haven't done this one already. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, well, let's just start as we mean to go on. Gadget, bring it to the table, sir.
3: Well, I'm going to bring a game that we've... Well, we haven't referenced this particular one so far yet today, but we have referenced the series. Um, I want to talk about Dark Souls 2. Oh, baby girl. Oof. So Dark Souls 2 came out in 2014, much ballyhooed and hyped sequel to the classic FromSoft game that's currently pissing Biggie off immensely. <laughs> yes. um, Dark Souls 1 in itself was... Lauded from high heavens, it was the second coming of From Software. It was Miyazaki becoming a god amongst the game developers, the savior of
0: action RPGs.
3: Yeah, and what and what they, what they delivered was a very very tightly put together. Overrated. Three three D Metroidvania with some impressive boss battles. Mm. Um, a hard game, but not an un- unreasonable game. Ruined <sighs> slightly by the marketing, with the fact that on the back of the box it said "Prepare to die." <laughs> I hate that. Um, yeah, oh, oh yeah, I Nam, Namco Bandai that. fucked up the marketing. I hate that. They made it all about yes, this is a difficult game. So, well, yeah, but so was Super Metroid. Yeah, this is just taking those concepts. So was Super
0: just... Mario World near the end. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's,
3: ju- it's just a, g- it's a game. that doesn't have an easy mode. That's all it is. Unless you play- pick pyromancy. Um, that is the easy mode. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell me. We tried to tell you. We did. You didn't listen. Um,
4: <laughs> I don't generally.
3: Anyway. Dark, Dark Souls was developed without the intention of a sequel. It was obviously the spiritual sequel to Demon Souls, mm. but Miyazaki's not someone who likes to rest on his laurels. He wanted to do other things, mm-hmm. um, but Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco or whatever variation of their name they are on this week um, <laughs> turned around and said, "No, no, 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 no. That's all a lot. We want more." Mm. They they Activisioned them. They wanted they wanted lightning to strike twice. Yeah, so. From Software got to work developing Dark Souls 2. They binned off the original engine that they had. They brought a new one in. They did the chicken Um, wings challenge to promote it. No, that was Dark Souls 3. Oh, was it? (laughs) Yes, it was. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Miyazaki got the project started, but then got bored and decided to start making Bloodborne for the PS4. Makes sense. A very good career move on (laughs) his part. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So it was handed off to um, what a lot of people referred to at the time as the B-Team. Not really the B-Team. It's still From Software but i mean it was directed by uh tommy i'm going to get these wrong but tomohiro Shib- shibuya yep. and yui Tam- uh, tanimura tanimura um, he knows both veterans are from software both having worked on kingsfield and armored core and all this stuff in the past like they're not slouches in the in the directorial department mm. so bandai namco start doing their their hype thing with kind of tra- um trailers featuring actors in suits of armor rather than like um cgi <sighs> ones do remember that yeah <laughs> The tagline this time was, go beyond death. Yeah. Which, uh, <sighs> nothing in the game takes you beyond death, but okay. Yep. Um, and <laughs> the game drops. I buy the collector's edition because I'm an idiot. So did I. But I, I got I. a <laughs> very nice big plastic statue of the Faram Knight. Day which, one. Yep. Uh, my birthday, in fact, it came out on March 14th, 2014. So I'm sat I'm sat there. It's my birthday. I've got the day off. Yeah. You know that... You know that shot from um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World where he's sitting in front of the door?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: <Me>. <laughs> yeah. They do um, drop at the beginning of year, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh. Like, well, Elden Rings January. Oh, um, so yeah, I start play, playing the game. I adored it instantly. So and, did I. Uh, I, th- I started making YouTube videos that's what I was doing at the time, and as I'm uploading my first one, I'm kind of then like looking on the reviews, and it's getting seven out of tens. It's getting.
0: It made no sense tens. to I'm, me
3: that. <laughs> and then I started looking... I did a bad thing. I went on GameFAQs. Why? The for, I was on the forums at the time. Oh. And the hatred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hatred coming from the audience. You're losing Touching your the, health every time you die. Yeah. <laughs> or, looks like the character shit himself the way he's running. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he roll so slow? What's oh, a human God. effigy?
0: Oh, that, I went in a coffin and now I've got long hair.
3: Oh, yeah. boobs. <laughs>
0: Yes, there That's is a true. gender
3: change co- yeah, coffin in the, in the game. Surreal. Japanese game, what do you want? Yeah. Um, people complaining about the state of the bosses. People complain that all the bosses are dudes in armor. They're fucking not. No way. Uh, granted, there are a few dudes in armor bosses and a couple of ones that end up recycled. You get the dragon right twice. Uh, yeah, Covetous Demon's not. Re- <laughs> Covetous <laughs> Demon's like it should be a mid level boss, not a fucking end of level boss. I love that boss, mate. Oh, he's a fucking waste of space. It's great, you can get him to poison himself, it's hilarious. I know, <laughs> um, I know. um I love but, yeah, so like the entire fan base were kicking off because it wasn't the same as Dark Souls. Mm. Um, and I remember being kind of quite perplexed with this because Dark Souls is not the same as Demon Souls, but everybody loved Dark Souls. Mm. Um, and over time, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Dark Souls 2 was not a perfect game when it launched, it still had a load of bugs about it enemy placement was fucking weird. Yeah. Um in some places some things didn't make sense. Um they ended up remixing it when it came out for the PS4 and Xbox 1, which is where we get the Scholar of the First Sin edition. We got three sets of DLC which were then mixed into that and the whole game was kind of remixed. Enemy placements were adjusted, some things were rebalanced, you got some new weapons, some new items, that kind of thing. Then it got perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, then it got perfect. Like Scholar of the First Sin edition is super amazing you the game does the game tries didn't want to be dark souls 2 effectively it wanted to be a new game it didn't want to be just more dark souls because dark souls have been done that was miyazaki's vision this was a different vision different directors different writers it still has a really oblique story that's actually really interesting with a lot of good lore it's got better characters than dark souls 1 granted it doesn't have a soler but you get Lucatil.
0: oh Lucatil she's amazing oh
3: god be still Um, my beating heart the DLCs are rock hard. Like there were people complaining the Dark Souls 2 was too easy in places, and there are some places you can it is too easy too through at anyway, level. Think. But you get to those those DLCs. It's it's like the oh, game on crack. It's hard. so hard, but it's <laughs> like a proper ch- <laughs> fucking. The, the, there is there is one boss in um uh, in in the first DLC where she summons another boss to fight you, Nadia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God! Yes, yeah, she does. And then the room after her, you face a great big fucking poison dragon. In a singe. <laughs> you looking forward <laughs> to playing this, Biggie? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, where do like I get to? and mate.
2: It's frozen. Oh yeah, everyone's a frozen level. She
4: said to me that I would probably like Dark Souls Two better. I think everyone though. should start on Two.
3: The thing, the thing is, Dark Souls Two makes a lot more concessions to actually help the player. Yeah. A lot of people complained about the fact that when you die, you lose a little bit of your health, which didn't happen in Dark Souls One. In Demon Souls, you die, you lose fucking half your health. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, 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 you you basically every time you die you lose health down to 50% you hold, and then you after that you don't lose you don't, anymore yeah. yeah yeah. it's the process of hollowing and it's a really interesting mechanic the thing is with the way health works in Dark Souls it doesn't fucking matter how much your total health is some of these enemies take huge chunks off you anyway so you're not yeah. going to notice it yeah. um, I've the, noticed that the, and Dark Souls got
0: the best poise mechanic in the
3: fucking series it's got the best poise mechanic <laughs> it's got the uh, power stance mechanic oh, which is great. power stance <laughs> Um the only th- the only mechanic thing they put in which I hated was um they put a dump stat in called adaptability, which you it's need not real. to put you need to put souls into it um yeah. so you g- get your proper roll speed. Yeah, but it's it's such a wasted stat. Well that's what I mean, it's a dump stat because <laughs> yeah. like, whenever I whenever I do a run of Dark Souls 2, the first thing I do is just bash that up to twenty. Twenty, and you leave I it s- at twenty. Leave it at twenty, but that that's still like usually Five to eight levels—you've got to level it up. Oh, it's like ten, fifteen thousand souls. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I think the game doesn't make a great first impression. I think that's the problem. Like the first area you go to is Forest of Fallen Giants, which isn't amazing. So good, but it's a nice—it's a nice intro area. It's, it's colourful and like Dark Souls, like Dark Souls is a lot of grey. Oh god, this, yeah. one's, this one's greens and browns. It's a, it's, a, it's a lovely forest. But the boss you fight is the last giant, who's just dull. He's just a big guy. You just. <sighs> Stick stick to his heels, yeah. but then you get the pursuer. Oh, he's fun! Proper duel Ooh. with with a floating knight that chases you around the map. Great with stuff. Eyes like Kit from Knight Rider. Yeah, <laughs> and you go to Head's Tower of Flame, which is fucking gorgeous. Or if you're it's, me, it's a... you go there first because you're an idiot oh you go there first because you're an idiot and you've got these giant fucking golems to deal with who are just regular enemies Yeah, and you've it becomes a puzzle trying to work out how to get there without losing too much health and then you fight the dragon rider who's not a hard boss but it's a fun duel and over the road is a dragon and over the road there's a dragon and over the road um, spoilers you, you you fight an old friend yes you fight an old friend who, who Biggie is intimately familiar with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this time um, he's I on his like own that, uh, and that I mean that's just the first three areas of the game. All wildly different. Oh yeah. That's the first two areas of the game and the first three bosses. All the bosses are quite wildly different. The first two areas er- when you walk out of Hades Tower of Flame, you're expecting just to come out to like you're going through sewers, you expect to come out to like like a castle thing. You come out and you're in the sea on a broken palace. Oh yeah. And you can see you can see for miles, you can see into the distance. It's gorgeous. The game it, has like the a water proper, looks brilliant on it when you look out to the sea. Oh yeah, absolutely, and it's like it's a sunset and everything's got these kind of muted yellow colours. And like that music, Majula's music. Fuck. Oh yes, the art direction and the sound direction and all the graphic stuff is wonderful in it. People need to give the game a chance. I love Dark Souls too. Mm, same. I don't think it's the best Dark Souls. Don't get me no. wrong. I think I, I fully believe the first Dark Souls is the best one. Then Dark Souls three, then Dark Souls two. But all the only thing wrong with Dark Souls two is preference it's a still a fabulous it game it's more of a it's game really than all good. the
0: others isn't it it's very gamey yeah very and gamey. a lot of people are like,
3: oh it's too
0: easy to follow it's not oblique enough it's oh it's like fucking enjoy the game man no <laughs> one's listening no one's listening to when you're talking to the emerald he- herald when she's like seek seek lest. no one's no one's <laughs> no one's listening you're just skipping to level up it's, fuck it yeah. fuck it just play the game man it's incredible
4: I think idiots yeah. does the best impression of internet people ever.
0: Oh. <laughs> it does my fucking
4: head in people moaning you,
3: you, you're moaning you don't deserve it. I remember I remember I remember Eurogamer gave it 9 out of 10. Yeah. And the, and, the, and their their conclusion was um it's not as good as Dark Souls but that still makes it better than 99% of games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking so yeah play, play Dark Souls 2 you fools. It's amazing.
0: It is it really is robotic and
3: monkey it, knows, he 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 played it through and he fucking loved it ah oh, i
0: just I, I i think it's just got the replayability factor that i prefer out of this series and i I've, yeah, it's got
3: more classes more options yeah, more weapons i've got
0: this it's the it's the most it's the dark souls game i've played the most i've got to new game plus 9
3: on Ooh, one of one of my saves
4: psychopath yeah i'm an idiot but, so this is what i'm talking about i mean i'm struggling through dark souls and i definitely enjoy it and hate it at the same time but once I'm done, I don't think I'm going to go back.
0: I, and I reckon, and I'm not even being a stupid little bragger boy, because I reckon Gadget could probably do it. I think me and Gadget could get quite far without using his eyes
3: playing that game. Dark Souls 2 or Souls 1? 1. 1? One. One. I, I feel like I, I can could, play hmm. in my head.
5: That's a I stream p- challenge then. I
3: I've, could probably get out of the asylum at yeah. a push. Yeah, that's well, what i get I don't to, think I'd get that far in it. Get to the nest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, um,
3: I think I could. Yeah, hmm.
0: That's a brag, though. Yeah, Some people do play it blind, though. Don't look like the mm. did with Super Mario sixty four.
3: <laughs> this playing my my, my, my my stupidest brag with the first Dark Souls. I, when I was doing YouTube stuff, I did a challenge gadget series. I got people to like, send me challenges. There. One of our listeners, sneaky, uh, he he asked us to uh, do Dark Souls without using any weapons. It all took of me it forty five for not yeah. all of it, just like I was saying. Like I'll do an hour of a challenge, forty five minutes to beat the fucking Asylum Demon when we, we know he
0: was like, bomb. oh, you don't even get bombs there, do you? Unless you have a thief I think
3: no wow that was fucking hard Ooh. It, it wasn't that it was a hard fight it was the patience it was it's the persistence boring, it <laughs> yeah trying to keep your concentration because you've got fucking note oh. uh, anyway yeah regardless of yes Dark Souls 2 play it play it fucking play it play it tomorrow <laughs> yes
2: right then we'll move on to Stig because he hated that bit I didn't hate it it's fine <laughs> just It's just a game I'll never play. (laughs) I feel like I've played it the amount of times... Yeah, we're not selling it, are we? I already know what happens. It's fine. Um, Yeah, you die. Yeah. yeah. Uh, No, I want to talk about a 2018 film um, starring Jason Bateman, Richard McAdams, directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, and that is Game Night. Oh, I've seen this. Yes. How many people have seen this?
3: I've, I I've heard of it. I heard good things when it came out. Exactly.
2: This is the point. I like Bateman though. I've never heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've heard good things. Why does no one watch this film? Oh. It's it's fucking
3: great. Oh. It's easily the best mainstream comedy in the last ten years. Whoa! Ah, you see, actually, there's the problem because the way it was sold to me is it was a thriller. Ah, and I, rem- I rem- it has I rem- elements remember, of it, but it's rem- definitely I a comedy. CV. I remember seeing the trailer, and the trailer kind of pushes it as a kind of a thriller rather than a comedy. Like it's got Jason Bateman making those kind of awkward Jason Bateman jokes, but like the, the the way it's just like you know because there is the turn in it, and it's just like what are they going to do? It's like that kind of thing. It's just like it's, it's it, like that's taking the kind of taking the
2: piss because of what it's, what happens in it and what it leads. Right, into, okay, but well, it doesn't sell it well. It is <laughs> certainly yeah, a. Yeah, I think it wasn't sold very well. It's certainly a comedy. Uh, right okay it's really good it also stars uh you you'll you'll see the if you might not recognize his names but if you see the faces you will do carl chandler sharon hagan billy uh, magnuson lamon morris kylie Bun- bunbury jesse Plemons, and michael c hall uh um, well, michael c hall yep uh, he is the bad guy that's not really a spoiler just he's he's the bad guy he plays it well yeah he's a good buddy yeah Yeah, so uh, this film is Max and Annie, who, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, weekly game night gets kicked up a notch when Max's brother Brooks arranges a murder mystery party, complete with fake thugs and federal agents. So when Brooks gets kidnapped, it's all supposed to be part of the game. As the competitors set out to solve the case, they start to learn that neither the game nor Brooks are what they seem, and they're actually real-life mobsters involved. Friends soon find themselves in over their heads at each twist leads to unexpected turn of, of the course of one chaotic night. So basically, yeah, the setup is the the brother tries to one up. Uh, Max is really into game night, like really competitive. Like game night is his thing. Inviting the couples round, he he chooses the games. He does this, but when he's, he's like game the, night, are you talking like board game night? Board game night, yeah. Right. Like like couples go over, they play board Trivial games pursuit. together. They play charades. They play yeah. all these kind of couple, of Pictionary and all that kind of shit. Uh, but his brother tries to one-up it by doing a proper murder mystery. Yeah, very competitive. But he actually gets kidnapped by real mobsters because he's involved <laughs> in something. So they start, but they think it's part of the game, but it's not. Oh, right! So they start to get entangled oh, good. Entangled in real mobsters. And it's not until one of them gets seriously hurt yeah, that they realise, the real- oh, real- hang on, this is real. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> What sets this apart from everything else for me is that it's not just some raunchy, R rated comedy film, as you might think it is with these actors. There's a lot of mystery, crime, and trivia about it. And there's a lot of subtle hints to games throughout the movie. So they do things like Hot Potato, if you know that, like, you know, when you throw the American thing, I think that one. There's um, Nods to Operation and Mousetrap. And like, so there's actually games going on within the set piece that you can pick up on. Uh, The writing is great the way the relationships are built and the characters react to one another is really genuine. Uh, the humor and the acting from, uh, McAdams and Bateman is great. There, there's, there's some dated references, but the plot compensates the entire film. The, and I think the chemistry between McAdams and Bateman is fantastic. Like they, they bounce off each other so well with the quips and the jokes. Um, it just, I don't know how much was improvised or how much might just been script, but them two together. I think with Bateman, he's a, pretty he improvises a lot with all this stuff, doesn't he? I'm not honestly, I don't know, but like mm. them two together they're just it's so good like they work so well. There is a scene with them in an alleyway where, where one of them has to perform surgery on the other, and it's one of the funniest scenes in a comedy I've seen in like <laughs> like say in the last ten years or so it's so fucking good, so well written so well executed the joke's are just perfect for that scene um but what it does best is It's a film that rewards people who like a lot of movies. It sets up common tropes, subverts it with reality. So there's a part where sneaking in through the hole in the roof, like it's not like a let's sneak in through this hole in the roof. They won't know what's, you know, we can yeah, sneak it's not in. Like they off. make a shitload of noise by <laughs> yeah. like doing duh, this, duh, like, yeah. like regular people would. <laughs> <laughs> they, do you know what I mean? They aren't, they aren't spies. They aren't like master assassins or anything. So they try to sneak in and they just make a shitload of noise. Uh, but then it follows tropes with the same thing. Like there's a, it, So it kind of mixes a, a lot of it together really well. The directors and the cinematography is really well done as well for a film like this. Like Jesse Plemons character will make you crack up like just from him standing there and talking about mundane shit because the camera like slowly zooms in on his face and uses like a lot of horror and thriller tropes when he's doing that. Mm. Um, But he's just this awkward nerdy character. So he's, his character is so good. he's, He's a next door neighbor who used to come to game night, but since he got divorced, because he's not a couple anymore, he doesn't get invited. And he's a really weird dude. And he's always like, every time they come home, he's just like, he's just there. And he's like, that's oh, so it. Is it game night tonight? And they're like, oh, oh no. It's just like, I see you got the uh, the crisps that you always buy on game night. Oh no, these are, these are for me. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's there, he's on their shoulder. He's constantly like, Wanting to it, be involved it, it, and is, He's so um, creepy, and he's delivery. Jesse
0: Plemons that ginger guy. Sometimes is he in? Is he in that? Um, that the Jesse
2: town? Plemons, no, Jesse Plemons is the one in you know Breaking Bad, the young guy that um tells that's part of the Nazi crew. In,
0: is is that in that um the town that um Ben Affleck film? I'm sure, he's in that as well.
2: I've seen him been in a lot of things recently. Yeah, he's usually a baddie in it. Uh, that are really creepy. Yeah, I just have a really creepy. He's Ginger, isn't he? Him. I'm thinking it right, guy. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, like, yeah,
4: yeah, like really, like blonde, strong. He looks a bit like uh, Matt Damon. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uglier version no, of, of him.
2: <laughs> yeah, everything about him, though. Oh, of the show. I know he's a friend of the show. I know he listens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, he's, Jesse. He's, it's hilarious, but unnerving at the same time. He is just like the standout in that film. He's so really?
4: good. He is. He is very good in yeah.
2: that. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, for me, like what, what mainstream comedies we had in the last 10 years, probably 21 Jump Street, Bridesmaids, they get talked up a lot. And you know, rightfully so, I enjoy those films, yeah. they're really funny. But this one doesn't seem to get mentioned a lot. Like you say to people, have you seen Game Night? And like, No. No. Nope. <laughs> about that. I've never heard of it. Like, but you know, it's got six, seven out of tens from most places. But for me, it's I mean, I when I do my letterbox reviews, I I give it a four out of five. Wow. A little extra heart for that extra hmm. like. But yeah, I think it's it, there's some running there's running jokes throughout with one of the couples about one of them slept with a celebrity oh and the payoff to it is fucking incredible (laughs) uh the self-surgery scene is brilliant there's a scene with a dog and some blood which is just Uh, absolutely hilarious any dead dogs no no dead dogs it's nothing to do with a dog the dog isn't bleeding but just (laughs) just what happens dog (laughs) with the blood is just
4: so good and uh, in, yeah, you've
3: intrigued me now. I've added it I to my watch list. I am there. It is good. I'll I definitely have to watch
4: it again. I'm ready for I remember it. Remember my wife and I really chuckling out loud. Mm. Yeah, it. Uh, there's just a oh, yeah. It's so good. Anyone watch
2: New Girl before? Yeah. Yes. The guy who plays Winston. He's in it. Oh, oh, cool. oh
3: yeah. he's really
2: good. Like some of the lines he's he good in that though. Yeah, he is. But some of the lines it comes out with are just absolutely hilarious. So, nice. yeah, honestly, the, the, there's that and there's a scene in a bar with McAdams and uh, Bateman's characters that's just, uh, yeah, it's 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 just great. It's a really great comedy. And like I think that these days, comedies, especially mainstream comedy, a lot of my favourite comedies are a lot more either indie stuff or not as, you know, like say, well, mainstream is the better option. I feel you know, so like my, a dark comedy that. So like my, normally. I like... Grand Poobers best hotel or um what we do in the shadows they're not mm. mainstream comedies mm. like that's no. what I've enjoyed more the last like decade or so yeah you don't consider this... them
0: like hollywood blockbusters do no you? exactly
2: this is a hollywood comedy yeah, yeah. and like mm. it's it's great and i think it just more people need to see it and i think it just got i don't think 3
4: out of 5s 60% 70% does it justice i think it's
2: better than that. Yeah.
4: I'm a gadget. I think it was just marketed badly. Even the front mm. cover of the, you know, the poster makes it just look like this god awful. It looks generic. DVD the post- comedy. Yeah. yeah. The generic
2: makes it look like generic. Oh, we've got two A-list celebrities doing comedy, but. Mm. If you've seen Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams do comedy, they're very good at it.
3: Yeah, yeah yeah, they are. Yeah, but I think as well, Jason Bateman was also starting to do some drama stuff at the time, I think, wasn't that the same? Yeah, that yeah, the first season of Ozark, Ozark came out yeah. and yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. That's and...
5: why I struggle with Ozark as well. Like, I was expecting something a bit more light Make me laugh, and... it's <laughs> not <straightened laughs> at <laughs> no, all.
3: <laughs> no, no, not, not getting that from Ozark. <laughs> oh, <no>. Make <laughs> me laugh, buddy, man. <laughs> yeah. Dance, clown, dance. <laughs> we want Michael Bluth. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, honestly, that's a, that's a it's great definitely game. worth a watch.
2: Definitely worth a watch.
0: I'm going to do it. It's it's going to it's absolutely put on my list. Like, I don't have a gaming backlog, but my film backlog is ridiculous. Mine's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's gets bigger and bigger like, all the time. Like, oh, God, it never ends. Brilliant. Right, we'll move on to me because that's just how I can see it in front of me. Um, I'm going to talk about a film that's underrated critically and use, user scores as well. But it's a film I know we've all seen. It's called Blade Two, and it's <laughs> you know my my history <laughs> with this film. It's one of my favorite comic book films best ever. Blade film. It's the best Blade film. So for people that don't know, so it's got a fifty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Mm. I think it was it's that bad. Way too low. Oh, it's stupidly low. It's from two thousand two. I mean, Sorry.
3: Sorry. I, I I don't I don't think it's like a great film or anything like that. But it's not that like bad, for is me. It? It's like for me, it's like a seven out of ten film.
0: Bear in mind, fifty-seven percent. Mm. Like, you, what, you, what you assume Ghost Rider would get. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But that got even worse. <laughs> well, yeah, naturally. That's not underrated. <laughs> Shouldn't have existed. But yeah, so 2002, um, it's an American superhero slash horror film. Ooh. And it's based on the fictional character Blade from Marvel Comics. And I don't know if you know, I like comics. Um, it's directed by Guillermo del Toro. Everyone knows who he is. But at that moment, not many people did. Um it's written oh, not by many David. people in
3: English-speaking countries. Yeah, very still very very popular in Spanish-speaking yeah. countries. Yeah,
0: it was written by David S. Goyo, who I believe, did the first one as well. Or oh, I mean, he's not got a track record. Though. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. And it's like it's the middle of the trilogy. Um, I mean, calling it a Blade trilogy, the the only real story aspects, the the only ones connected you really is that the fact that it's all the same characters. There's no like overarching narrative to to Blade.
4: <laughs> no one counts three anyway. No, it's fucking shit. Certainly not Wesley Snipes. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, you were barely in it. <laughs> so, well, no, I think he meant not in his taxes either. Yeah, true. <laughs> Ooh. True. So the film follows the human-vampire hybrid Blade in his continuing effort to protect humans from vampires. Um, Blade's a daywalker, what they call. So all the strengths of a vampire and none of the weaknesses, is what he says, apart from the fact that he likes to drink blood sometimes because he still has the thirst of a vampire. So he has a serum, doesn't he? Straight in his neck. Uh, by Blade 2, the serum's not really working that well. Um, he's got a little friend on it called Scud, played by Norman Reedus, who mm. at that point, he was only Boondock Saints I knew him from. Can you remember any of Norman Reedus things from 2002?
2: <laughs> After two thousand
3: two, he was he was in Pandorum before um, yes, Walking Dead came out. Yes, he was for like five minutes I before like Pandorum. To, tossing a, a trash compactor. That's another underrated film. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, uh, ish. I liked it, but yeah. So it's a bit
0: shit. Obviously, it's Del Toro, so it's gothic as fuck. Which I believe the first film lacked. The first film was more about ravers. It was a rave
3: culture film, wasn't it?
0: Trendy. New York City, or was it Chicago? I can't
3: remember. One of the big cities. And it was... The only thing I can remember from the first one is that scene where they walk into the club and go, Base in the place, yeah. London. Yeah, that's what everyone remembers. It's <laughs> <Open is> incredible. <laughs> a Blade With one the rave and all the blood coming down. Yeah. 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 I, I think yeah. Blade Amazing scene.
0: it has some great set pieces in it, but it's not a great coherent film. Like Deacon Frost is not a very scary baddie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Who gives no, a give fuck that. about that? It's crap. <laughs> the main baddie in Blade is himself. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's it's a bit too ravey, it's a bit too, let's all pop some ecstasy and watch Blade, that kind of thing. Blade 2, on the other hand, completely different. It's it's gothic, it's got a lot of lore to the world. So the I think the best decision Del Toro did, and it's probably not just for the films reasons, probably for tax reasons. Uh he set it in Prague. Prague, very gothic-looking city, isn't it? And yeah, and it it just suits it. It suits it. Most of the uh, actors in it, apart from Wesley Snipes and um, the the people from the first one and Scud, the European, so it's got that added transylvania esque accent to a lot of these vampires and stuff. But what's really good is uh, you all know Luke Gosses, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's incredible. You you, you remember the uh, the character he plays? the fucking, there. he opens, it's like, it's like a, a vampire mutant, I don't even know what you call it really.
4: I think you're probably about right, that's pretty much what they were, weren't they? Reapers,
0: Reapers, that's the one I just, had to, oh, I the, 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 the nickname them Reapers, it's like a, it's like an evolution of vampire, these are super scary vampires, that eat vampires, <laughs> so that that's their thing, um, and it's just really good, he plays it really well, it's, it's, what Blade Two does for me over any other is the choreography. It's it's fantastic. No, the fight scenes in it are great. Mm. Oh they're brilliant. And you've got some really scary like Dracula looking baddies and stuff. It's just you, it's I don't know, it's just got everything it's it's got
2: Ron Pillman in it. Oh yeah, they 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 split open, don't they, the mouth, so they've got a split yeah. from mm. yeah, the mouth, mouth down to the chin and it opens yeah. up like a like it's kind of a predator mouth and then
1: kind
2: yeah. of yeah. plants around, eat around. Other and vampires. the vampires. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's why really the, scary. The, okay.
0: the, the best thing about this is it like reverses roles. Like in the first Blade, Blade, the, the vampire council or the ruling body of vampires hate Blade. But in this one, they have to get his aid to help him kill these Reapers. He's the best vampire killer. Uh, but these Reapers are fucking borderline indestructible. So Blade has to team up with Ron Perlman's blood pack and. It's a bit like uh, Ocean's Eleven Vampires. <laughs> 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 those,
3: are, the, the, those are four words that work ex- excellently together. Ron, Perlman, Blood, Pack. Yeah. <laughs> just, that, is, that is a collection of words where you look at them and go, fuck yeah.
0: I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. And he plays it exceptionally. He does his usual thing. Um, there are moments in this that haven't aged well. There's light racism in it, uh, but not overbearing. It's nothing terrible. There's some nice twists in it. It's just, it's just a really solid comic book adaptation. Like blades, got, you, you know, big. Blades are quite a gothic book, isn't it? It's quite dark, and until like someone like Spider Man turns up and they have to tone it down a bit. But
4: gotta love crossovers.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm genuinely wondering. Like, I'm so intrigued what they're going to do for the MCU oh, version. So, so am I. So, so I don't, I don't know which direction they're going with that one. But oh.
0: the, the, the thing. In the comic books, there was no blood in Blade. It was plasma that all the vampires were were drinking, just so for the comic book code. Not nowadays. Nowadays, it's all blood and guts and stuff. No one gives a fuck anymore. But (laughs) did 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 no one question how they got the plasma? No, no, kids didn't. There was no blood, (laughs) but But it's a bit of blood.
5: Yeah, obviously, of course. We didn't understand. Yeah,
0: kids don't know. But yeah, I just I don't know (laughs) what it is with this film. It's like. It's quite, it's quite timeless because it's set in Prague. You could put it on now and think it were twenty twenty one. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's quite timeless. Look, I think, I think every Del Toro film, they all look really timeless. It's just I don't know what it is that he does. It yeah, just makes Del
3: things Toro was very Del Toro is very good with um, avoiding technology where he doesn't need yeah. it. Because mm. in the in the mod, in modern cinema, technology is what ages a yes. film. Look
0: at the Matrix. Like if you look at
3: yeah, like, if, you know, like The Matrix are wandering around with, like, Nokia so yeah, The banana like Anything Yeah, anything where there's pro- where there's technical product placement. Like, you watch, like, Casino Royale, you can tell it's from 2006 because yes. of the fucking Sony, Sony Walkman yeah. he's got Damn. on him and stuff like that. Yeah.
4: Like, well, Del Toro is a visual director as well, isn't he? Yeah, he He's is. renowned for his visuals. Uh, he's he's, he's a gorgeous
3: yeah, d- yeah, d- fucking d- film. Yeah, Del Toro always seems to make a point of making things look timeless.
0: Yeah, mm. and it, it it just it just I think what it is with him is his use of uh, it's his use of like color and and cinematography for certain scenes. Like every scene that Blade's fighting, in, there is a mass strong emphasis on red because vampires. Mm. And the scenes were like there is um, exposition; it's blue. There is a lot of blue lights and stuff like that. And when they're out and about, it's always nighttime because it's a vampire film. But it's like it's greens and stuff like it. it's so. Fu- I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's really clever how he does it. And there's scenes when, like, because there's, there's, like, an intro would introducing you to Blade and then there's, like, an epilogue at the end of it, and they're completely separate colour palettes to the rest of the film just just to show you that it's not really linked to the main... He's it's just it's fucking Del Toro, and he knows what he's doing, man.
4: <laughs> I just realised he used Luke Goss again in yeah. World Boy 2. Yeah,
3: because Luke Goss is incredible at backflipping. <laughs> <laughs> top of CV, can back. Yeah.
4: He's brilliant in this. Uh, Can't sing, but can back.
0: He's, he's, like all the all the other um, reapers look like Luke Gossett. He don't play them all. It's just prosthetics, isn't it? He? But he's like the top reaper, and he's just oh, it's so fucking good. And you kind of start feeling sorry for. I love it when you feel sorry for the baddies, but you're like, I feel sorry for you, but you've still got to die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I love that. There's some pathos to this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I just think it's it's Blade's best adventure. I mean,
4: Blade Trinity. My God, that was dreadful. What, what oh, happened there, man? Fucking what? Oh, and the the quality of actors they had as well. Oh,
3: the only good thing about that film was Ryan Reynolds swearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not his character yeah, or his Beale. dialogue,
4: just his swearing. Mm. It's very creative. He's very swearing. sexy. You got Ryan Reynolds, who's very sexy. Yeah. You got Wesley very stripes, sexy. older but very sexy. sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, Chris it Christopherson, very sexy. They've
2: got um, a couple of muscle men. Triple H's in there. Yeah, his muscle yeah. career. Posey, um, what's his name? Dominic Purcell was the main bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Drake. <laughs> That's what we were called in it. Uh, but yeah, fresh uh, off prison break. Yes, I think <laughs>
3: prison Drake yeah, called him in it. Yeah, would have been at that time? I've yeah. a theory about Dominic Purcell that he just gets hired because of how big he is. It's his shoulders. He was in you want big shoulder. He was in flash, Blood
2: wasn't Red Sky. Red Sky. Oh,
3: because last thing I saw him was DC's Legends of yeah, Tomorrow. Yeah, Pyro or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. he? Yeah, he was fucking terrible in that. Yeah, yeah.
2: wasn't he actually? Um, went with Miller's brother in that show. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, they were yeah. Bro- they, they played brothers in that in the DC show. They look show. completely yeah. different. Yeah, but no, he was in that, that blood-red sky, and I was like looking at it going, is that Dominic Pescella? I was like, yeah. And it's just, oh, yeah, it's just a big, massive... His head's like a big... Oh,
1: like I,
0: don't a <laughs> I don't know how he got on that plane. I don't know how he got on the plane. <laughs> big head. But if you're listening, we love you still, don't worry. But oh, yeah. Blade <laughs> Trinity was shit, mate. But Blade Two, I think if you're going to watch a non-MCU Marvel film, I mean, people will probably argue with me, but I think that's the one to watch. I'd say Spider-Man 2, but it's a close mm, second. It, it's there, yeah. You need to watch Spider-Man 2 now anyway. Yeah, you do. I think you do, guys.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, Blade 2's brilliant. It's nice and gothic. And at the time, 2002, fucking without using eyeliner, I was. <laughs> 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 it, was it, just, it just worked. And at that point, apart from Demolition Man, I think that was Wesley Snipes' best bit as well. He, he's, he smiles a lot in Blade 2. And I enjoy when Wesley Snipes smiles, like when he's Simon Phoenix and Demolition Man. It's an incredible role. But, yeah, watch Blade in 2. Jack City. It's it, Yeah, absolutely. It's underrated. People forget it exists. I ask people, I'm like, have you seen Blade 2? The the choreography in that's, like, immense. Like Blade, they're all like, Blade 2, Blade 2. Is that the one with Ryan Reynolds? No! No, it's
1: not! <laughs> <laughs> Stop it!
0: So, yeah, watch it. It's incredible and if you don't like it, watch something else. <laughs> I love it. What do you guys think of Blade Two, by the way?
4: I like it. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it's
2: great.
5: I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed Blade Three, I'm sorry. Shut to say. up. I know. Oh, I just seriously? I just generally enjoyed all of them, I think. I yeah. And After I, next I, week, don't come back. Yeah, I mean enough.
0: you've now got to follow <laughs> that statement with what your choice now.
4: That you oh, enjoyed Blade Trinity. <laughs> Blade three. <laughs> that is her choice.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <no. laughs> yeah. Aw, awkward. Uh, no it's not but it does have a, a bit of a link to it so I'm mine's a bit of a double whammy because I'm going with underrated actor within an underrated film and I'm going with Smoke and Aces um, Ooh, I know the link
2: the <laughs> yeah. director of um, Boss Fight directed yes. that is it? yep oh, right ah, I
5: can see where this going to go some now. of the cast as well um, so if you don't know the story of uh smoking aces it's a las vegas magician and would-be crime boss but he aces israel agrees to testify against former partner and friend primo sparazza in return for admittance into the witness protection program however before the deal can be hammered out Sparatza orders a hit on israel and a host of hit men and women race to the to kill the snitch and kill the bounty while the fbi endeavors to keep their source of information alive um now, when this was released, and it was released in two thousand and six, it received mediocre to sort of lukewarm reviews. Um, and the internet sort of in a collective agreement that it was advertised like Game Night in, in a very. It was advertised as a very different film. Oh yeah. Um. So where people were expecting sort of all out light-hearted action, what the film um became it was actually quite an intertwining story that had to be paid attention to. It's very and- guy rich it is in a in a more American way, yeah, oh, yeah. I would say. It's allowed I was to go, okay?
4: Sorry, it's after, more like, "Hey,
0: Guy Richie,
4: man!
5: Hey, th- hey, guy! Hey, guy!" It
4: came <laughs> out from after all those films, didn't it? So everyone assumed it was going to be another version of one of those yeah. films, didn't they? Yeah.
5: yeah, I think even this title is a bit sort of Guy richie, isn't it? Yeah. Like, lock, stock, smoking aces, Absolutely. and two smoking barrels. They were jumping and... on
0: it, but it's like, "Yeehaw, lock, stock, yeah. two smoking barrels." <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, and that's something
3: I'm going to clip for future use (laughs) (laughs) I can see a myriad of uses for that uh, Twitch announcements we get
2: a follow we get that yes Twitch subscription Ah.
5: (laughs) we do need to get that American audience Candy that's quite alright anyway what was I saying yeah so actually the film becomes uh, quite an intertwining story it does have to be a paid attention to Mm. when it comes to the sort of the ultimate um I don't want to say showdown because actually it doesn't really come to that but Pay off, the sort least. of endings yeah yeah I mean the ending scene actually ends in an ultimate moral dilemma for Ryan Reynolds' character um, and it's actually quite hard hitting and it's a wonderful demonstration of his acting abilities and that's why I sort of said it's an underrated actor within an underrated film um, because we all know Ryan Reynolds for his comedy roles because he does it so well but actually he can do serious roles really well as well and that um, I first knew of him from doing serious roles. Um, he looks and it's great more... in this as well. Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> doesn't he always? He's another one that doesn't age. Yeah.
1: Um,
5: but he, I think he's really, really good, and he's underrated. Um, it's got an incredible cast. I don't know if you can remember like just how many names ben were in Affleck, it. So you got I Ryan, think. Ben Affleck's in it, yeah. Ryan Reynolds we talked Ray about, Liotta. Ray Liotta. <laughs> Jeremy Piven, Alicia Keys is in it, Chris Pine Andy Garcia. is in it.
3: That must be one of the first things yeah, Chris we... Pine ever did. Well, uh, that, in, in the big leagues, just one... pre-Star Trek, that wasn't it? 2007-ish, it's certainly one
5: of the first things I remember seeing him in. Tommy Flanagan from Sons of Anarchy yeah. as well, and Jason Bateman again. Wow. Um, Common. And I think, actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the majority of the cast, um, as you said, it was, it was in a point of the careers where they hadn't quite reached the A-list yet. Um, although having in the case of Ben Affleck, he was having a, sl- a slightly quieter time in his career. Um, but yeah, it's one of the one of the first things I remember seeing Chris Pine in, and I I, I don't know if it's the director just has a very good eye about who's going to do well. Yeah, um, I just it's it, it was a, it was advertised as a crazy action comedy. We've got we we've been over this, and <laughs> um, it it just wasn't. And I think it's that. Effect of not getting what you expected, like you said with Game Night, because funnily enough, I was expecting an all-out comedy with Game Night, and when it did become more of, it did have more drama elements. That's what put me off. So I think there's a lot to be said about advertising something correctly. Um, it did have light-hearted moments, but it, it certainly wasn't a comedy. No. Um, also, the soundtrack is by Clint Mansell as well. So you've got the person who's known for doing the soundtrack to Requiem for a Dream and Black Swan. But um, it's, just, it's just a really good film, and I think it ages well, and it's shot well. It only got and it, 31%
0: just, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's just low as fuck. So Rotten Tomatoes is 31%, um,
5: IMDb is 65
4: Yeah.
5: Empire is 3, 3 out of 5. So it's not bad reviews, but certainly not particularly good ones. And mm. I think it just... Um,
4: I, I thought think... it was going to be like a Guy Ritchie movie, and I switched off about halfway through it because I just wasn't concentrating. Like you say, you've got to kind of follow it. Yeah. And I was expecting so much more from like a comedy, Guy Ritchie kind of gangster kind of movie. Yeah, it's not, and it it's not laugh a minute, the, is it? It's... It wasn't going the direction I thought it was, and I just didn't finish it. So I feel like, I, from what you said, I should go back and check
0: I it out. I think it's a great-looking it. film, though, like cinematography and how they, how they use the uh, – there's a lot of uh, like Dutch angles and – Quick snaps, isn't there? You've got to, like, ooh, yeah. don't blink, don't blink, don't blink.
5: And the tr- transitions between yeah. um, between the scenes as well, really. It's almost kind of like a um, – it almost feels a bit sort of Edgar right in some ways. Yeah, it
0: is colour-coded to a- each gang and stuff like that as well. It's clever. That's
5: Yeah, it's good. No, I've, I really enjoyed it, and I I really wish it had done better than did. They did smoke the
3: Smoking did. Aces 2. They did. With Vinnie Jones. <clears <clears throat> throat> throat>
5: With Vinnie did they? J- yes. Yeah, like, if you I've look at that – ca-
2: Look at the cast list from *Smoking Aces one, and look at it. Vinnie Jones Jones (laughs) is the lead in in the second. It's like that's that's a big drop
3: off. Ernie Hudson's in it? That means it's a classic. Oh, it must
0: be (laughs) Assassin's Ball*.
5: Why did I never hear of this? Although some of the 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 reviews are actually better than the original movie. Yeah, Yeah. it's (laughs)
1: It's
0: got Michael Parks in it. Everyone loves Michael Parks. He's brilliant.
5: I'm going to watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It does look it, it. it very Minnie much Jones's more name isn't in Number it?
0: two is called Finbar McTeague. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's my new D&D name.
3: <laughs> the, the, the main character's called Walter Weed. Ooh, I wonder what he's <laughs> though.
5: Always a bit of a weed. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it, and I think it should have it should have done better than it did. And I think it's worth revisiting with um, fresh eyes and knowing actually what you're getting into a bit more.
0: It is on Blu-ray, I've just looked. Hmm. Might be worth a Blu ray, that one. Cool. Excellent. Big ear. Finishes Hello. off.
4: Okay, dokes. So, I'm going to talk about a game that has been referred to on this pod, and our esteemed editor has also streamed it. It is, of course. Well, shoot Larry. <laughs> it's Prey.
1: <gasps> oh, no, yes. Um, Ooh, it's, yes.
4: It's a first person shooter. It was developed by Arcane Studios. Um, it was published by Bethesda uh, Softworks. This was off the back of the success of Dishonored, which is another awesome game. And the team, um, a bit like you were talking about, uh, From Souls, uh, From Souls, From Software, sorry, they kind of divided after Dishonored. They were given two projects. What's going on with me tonight? <laughs> we're all a bit So they today. divided um, projects. So one team went to develop this on two, and another two were asked to do a different IP, and they came up with Prey. And it—I've never played the original game, so I cannot tell Not you. Not linked to
3: all, is it? Any no, of it? Vastly to different game. There, 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 was, there was no link between 2006 Prey and 2017 Prey. Not just the name is the same.
4: There you go. So it's released in uh, 2017. Um, I love the intro to this game. Mm, yeah, The, the way yes. it's set up is fantastic. And I don't want to talk about the main spoiler at the beginning of the game because I feel like it's one of those things. I, really I kind of need
0: to, though, because there's a moment that. Because I've never played this game, but luckily, Gadget played it all for me while I was in the bath. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> on I mean, I can happily on talk stream,
4: it's going to have you If you guys want me to. I just want to spoil that like little like, bit uh, at the beginning. I'm,
3: so put in. I'll get, I'll, get, I'll get the spoiler claxon. Yeah, first. get the claxon out. If you want to skip the spoilers for Prayer 2017, skip ahead to 1 hour 46.
0: That quick little bit at the beginning where you're doing it. I don't, I don't know if this is the, the spoiler bit that you mean, but the quick little bit at the beginning where you're doing this like aptitude test and, it's in, and the guy says to you something like, at any point, if you, just, if you just hide, hide as naturally as you want and gadget it behind a chair and he went, he's behind a chair.
3: <laughs> what's he doing behind that chair
0: I thought that was my favourite bit
3: It's yeah but it, it's a great reveal later when what um, Yeah, yeah when, the, when you find out why that is the, the bit that I love and I, I loved your reaction to it on the stream as well because you were in the chat at the time which is after you've gone through that yeah first I do babe with my phone in of, my
0: hand sorry everybody
3: yeah you, 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 wake, you wake up again in your apartment Yeah, and I'd played this bit before because so I knew what to do um, but the whole thing is that like you're supposed to just like Experiment you were with beam streaming and, and you were, you were like
0: showing everyone what the game's doing. Yeah. So yeah. and then I,
3: then I just I turned I turned to the apartment window and I just smashed it. Oh and like fuck. and um yeah. you see the studio behind the window and in the chat, Oodles was just typing in capitals. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? It's I'm not prepared for this.
4: Rule. It's so <laughs> good. You played the
3: whole game for me, which was beautiful. I loved it. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you, you come to what I love about how the, the game is actually introduced with the opening credits. Mm. Is that you? You take this chopper ride to where you think you're going to yeah. uh, this building of where your brother is. I think it is, yeah, uh, from memory. Alex. And you take this this chopper ride through the city. And as you fly, it's very much like a um, uh, David Fincher movie. Yeah, where you it, see things on there. It shows the, the names of the, the game and the director and whatever in the buildings, yeah. like mm. in, as hoardings or in the windows. It's So like good. an old fashioned NeverSoft nice game. <laughs> Oh Yeah, but, yeah very, very I really stylish. enjoyed that bit.
5: It's, it's funny, isn't it, what actually makes it effective? Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed the way it was introduced to.
4: And the artwork um, is very similar to Dishonored. It's very kind of, um, if, you, if you play Dishonored, then obviously you're going to know what I'm talking about, but it, it's a very characterised. Um, the stylized the humans, but everything work. else is photorealistic, <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, just, it's really good. I love it. Um, you've got, the, you've got
3: the, the art deco style
4: of Talos 1's incredible. Yeah, brilliant. You've, you've got the, um, the fact the game was... So sort of recognised for having Asian protagonists oh, as yeah. well, yes. uh, which was a nice touch. Uh, you can go either gender as well when you start. kind of doesn't um, really make any difference other than just no.
3: that, the, the, the yeah, just just choice. You, yeah, you, your pronouns change depending yeah. on who's talking to you, that's it. Yeah. Is, Is it So both, 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 well, no, both male or female characters are Morgan you? Morgan, yeah. that's
4: it. Morgan you, yeah. yeah your brother-brothers, yeah. Alex. As in, yeah. you, because you're playing it. <laughs> so when you suddenly realise once it's revealed that you're not where you think you are and you're actually out in space on this sort of orbital station, as you want to call it, called Talos 1. And it's one of those games where you can do almost, and I do mean almost, anything you want. You can go in different directions, you can open up areas depending on either how you spec up or how you want to play the game. If you... Do something very early on you can get hold of what is um used quite a lot in the game called the goo gun it's a good gun which allows you to sort of spray almost like this sort of putty no more nails <laughs> almost after you fire it and then you can make sort of stairways out Sounds of that if like you want penis. to jump up. Excuse me. Um <laughs> yeah it, it it's it's just a really cool way to sort of sort of play around with the area a bit like like Harl it's basically taking ideas from lots of games so it takes the idea of, um, a game like Half-Life, where you sort of play around with the scenery. Uh, can you do this? Can I do this in this game? Oh, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I can't. You know, And it's about discovery. It's a lot more like Dishonored, though, isn't
0: it? But not as fluid like movement. Yeah, it's,
4: absolutely. Uh, yeah,
3: it's it's, ta- it's taken all the best things from the immersive sims of the year. Yeah. So it's got a lot of like, that old looking glass design. So it's a, a lot of stuff like Deus Ex and um, Deus Ex System Shock down. and stuff yeah. like that. Reading a lot of logs, um, aren't you?
4: Yeah, but like, uh, but like that sets the game well. It does. That's it's what I love so, about I like this. It. Yeah, I love a log.
3: It's uh, the, the, there's there's a moment early on in the game where where you get given a dart gun. Yeah, and mm. it's just it's just it's just a Nerf gun. You it fires little little <laughs> Nerf bullets. I yeah. think what the fuck's the point of this? It's not going to hurt it yeah. hurt anything, until the first time you realize that like you can like peer through a broken window and fire the gun at the touch screens on the computer and open doors. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like. Okay, this is systems. Yeah. This is mind-blowing <laughs> systems. I love it. <laughs> it
4: is. It's as simple as that. You can play the game any way you want. You can go all out action. You can be stealthy as much as you want to, to try and get those sort of stealthy kills. There's a way that you can spec your character up because as the story gets um, revealed that uh, you're not alone quite early on, obviously, at the beginning, oh, uh, you're like not the that Oodles refers to with the mimics, you end up discovering there's a new species, an alien race called Typhons, Um, and you can then start taking on their powers if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, There's probably points where you probably need to, but then you can still go just one direction or you can go the other. Um, There's multiple endings depending on what you do in the game. There's side quests that you choose to do or not. Some of them Um, them the gadget did were great. Some of them are just like,
3: (laughs) but side bits, isn't it? Yeah, some of the side quests aren't amazing, mm. but there are some really good ones, yeah. some really good story ones. Yeah. So my my favourite one is the um that the, there's a group of people playing D and D. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs>
3: and you follow follow their quest line, you get like a massive trove of uh, supplies. Mm. Um and it's it's great, you you're like going to someone's apartment and you like you're like read, read their email and says uh, yeah, if you look at the map, it's uh, E four, yeah, and, uh, and it's like it's like a treasure map to find where you need to go, and you're like just collecting it as you go. Right, it's so good, it is because all the clues that you need are scattered throughout all of Talos One. It takes fucking ages to find it all.
4: It, <laughs> it also takes that um, idea from Bioshock where you don't know whether to trust everybody because there's obviously your brother, but you've got this sort of uh, floating um, droids, companion if drones, whatever. That uh, they um, there's one that's sort of talking to you as well, saying you know don't trust him, do this. There's lots of sort of red herrings, and um, I just loved it. I loved the the work. I got so lost in this game.
0: I genuinely um, think it's quite scary.
4: It's brilliant. It's that bit when gadget fantastic. when when you were playing it from because the nightmare.
0: I'd, if you're never going to play this game, I absolutely recommend watching gadgets play through. Because mm. when he reads a little log for you, that's that's lovely as well. <laughs> I always prefer when someone's reading <laughs> to me. <laughs> and there was that bit when he, because he was trying to show me, because he knew about this, because he'd played the like the beginning hour. We were like trying to show me. He went look at this table. And I'm like, yeah, there's two cups there. There's a lamp there. There's this, and he's like, why would there be two cups? <laughs> and I'm like, ah! and then this big fucking spider comes out. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Fucking terrifying, horrifying.
3: Oh. The, the 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 worst part is when you is when you don't hear the audio cue for them going in. Like when you're Jake's streaming, like, you talking to the chat, and, you, yeah, and, you're, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's a very subtle audio cue when mimics enter the environment. And That's if cool. you're not paying attention, it's easy to miss. And you'd be walking through somewhere, and he's like, "I've got like ten health left. I need to find something, something to eat health, and then one jumps at your face, hey, fuck
1: you,
0: yeah. you
3: bastards!'" <laughs> there are some
0: funny bit. I've seen I've seen some after after watching Gadget Play. There are some bits at some like. Not fails, but some video collections on on YouTube where where the mimics, the AI of the mimics, has just gone that little bit wrong. Where <laughs> yeah, it happens, the, there's a chair perfectly balanced in the middle of a stairwell and stuff like that. You're like, I wonder what you are.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a few moments like that. But, but yeah. that that distrust that's created from that atmosphere because it's not just about the plot as well. It's just the fact that the mimics could be anything, and then mm-hmm. there's even bigger enemies that you fight as well. So you, you're constantly yeah on edge because you're never quite sure in every room you go into whether it's safe to go in straight away or not. And the furniture could be anything. Um, Yeah, there's traps. There's all sorts of things. And then you can go out into space as well. And Mm. the sound design... I think it's called outer space. All right. (laughs) But it's brilliant. I just love the fact that when you're out there, um, (laughs) the, the, the sound is how you imagine it would be. It's just, They're quiet. again, it's like dead space. <laughs> it's just got that, the audio changes, and you can hear your character breathing. Um, and I, I just found those bits out there really tense as well. I just love the atmosphere. And I stupidly slept on this game for um Dishonored I slept on for a year, at least. I got it on the PS3 and so changed on it. over to the PS4. I didn't play it till then. And I did the same kind of thing with this game as well. And I think Dishonored 2 is going to be my PS4 to PS5 game because I should go and play that. Arcane games are brilliant. Yeah. They are so good. And people don't talk about this game enough because Dishonored quite rightly is a great game and 2. What I idea. mean, I might
0: be I might be wrong, but I don't know I like these Arcane games. I like, am not I'm not everyone knows I'm not the biggest fan of Dishonored, but we are like same we half life 2. I just I haven't played much to say I'm not a massive fan, but pray even though I've not physically played it, I feel like I have played it because I've watched him do it all. Um, yeah, and I, I just don't, I don't know if these arcane games sell that much. And the critical darlings, they're like, they're, they're like the mm. gamers' games. You know what I mean? That they, proper... are,
3: they are, they they are very much up, up until this point. I think Deathloop's probably going to be the first one that's going to sell yeah. gangbusters on console. But up to this point, they're very much a PC gamers kind. Yeah, of that's it. It's like crowd. a
0: connoisseur's game, isn't it? Someone that yeah, that like, immersive like that. sim. It's too deep for just like some well, that's casual it. audiences. That's...
3: That's the thing as well like like an immersive Sims so like like Prey mm. it's not really a shooter it no. is more of no. an RPG than anything yeah in fact if you walk into any situation guns blazing you're probably going to die quite quickly absolutely I yeah. did several times I, yeah like, I, I like, like, did. A lot. <laughs> yeah and it, it, it does it does that thing that survival horror games do where like ammo is scarce quite scarce but you can craft your own ammo but yeah. the resources are scarce yeah. and mm. stuff yeah. like that so like
4: oh yeah the it, uh, recyclers yeah, yeah the recyclers great um, stuff yeah. Is, and also the fact that this is, I've I've not placed um placed oh my god I've not played um System Shock either, and this is like the spiritual successors to that apparently in a way sort station, of yeah it, it it's got so a lot of taken a lot of that shock horror sort of design and the space station is one big contained map in its own way mm, so it's yeah. just kind of it's brilliant I, I just I yeah if you liked Bioshock like play this it's that simple isn't it. I think so, I really think so and if you you just put give the time to the logs, read what's presented in there, listen to all the, immerse yourself in the immersive sim yes, (laughs) it's just you've got to do it to appreciate this game and and don't be afraid to fuck around with things, because fucking around with things
3: can get you some great results but if you want
0: to help us, don't play it and watch
4: Gadget play it (laughs) I'm fine with that, (laughs) I'm absolutely fine with that yeah, if you're not going to play it, just watch it. Definitely, it
3: gets it. It's it, one of those games. gets very hairy towards the end. That last couple of hours yeah. was
4: oof, very tense. Mm.
3: I think for I think from the point where you reset the power systems yeah. all the way to the very the very last cutscene, I was just sprinting through yeah. Talos One, sweating, it, sweating, nope, uh, not fighting anything. Yep. Just run, yep. just run. <laughs> healing item, healing item, healing item. <laughs> Great game.
5: I think tense is the best way to describe the whole the game as a whole, really, isn't it? It's not Absolutely. all out horror, but it's just. Oh, I mean, I, I, when this through. game
0: came out, I saw a lot of nines. I saw a lot of nines.
3: So it was critically it. well reviewed, yeah. but no one picked it up. No, it, picked it, it up, especially on the consoles. Like, it's got a really high, it's got a really strong player base on the PC. Yeah, um, and then they did the um, the 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 uh, rogue like DLC. Yeah, is that any um, good? Yes, it's incredible. it's all right. It's, 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 I didn't mind it. It it's it's one of those ones where it 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 takes again from survival horror that you've got like five characters to play through the scenario. Mm. It kind of changes it up every time. Ooh. But if you if you take certain items with your first character, the second character won't have them available. Ooh. So you know you've got it, and you've got it. The whole idea is trying to try and get all five characters out. I like that. Mm. Yeah, very good. replayability
0: even though I watched you play it, I might play it myself again actually. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, I, I, mm. it is. It absolutely is. And,
4: again, it's been on sale so many times. Which is Has it got FPS boost on that? Yes. Oh, Ooh. Even more
0: excuse to play it, guys. So either play it or watch Gadget. Either one, we're happy with that. But, yeah, great choice. Great choice, biggie. But I'm deadly curious of what our listeners believe to be underrated. So get that bulging sack that you've got right under your desk, Gadget, and show me. <coughs> That gets presented worse. I oh, know, it's every
3: week. Every week. Um, <laughs> even when he's not fu- he, he hasn't slept. I he's been up for fucking 32 hours. How has he managed this?
1: <laughs>
0: right. A lot
3: of okay. uh, <laughs> Dominic Skelton's come in saying, uh, for underappreciated, pretty much the entire output of Laker Studio. Laker Studio. Sorry. Laker, yeah. Yeah. Kubo and the Two Strings is legit goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, it is. With very little mainstream market penetration. Missing Link tanked horribly, yet is a far better film than that shite than the shite hoovered up by Saturday morning kids' clubs week in week out. I also add to that the box trolls. How really you like the box trolls? Yeah, Missing oh, Link. Really
0: cool. is, uh, I, I watched like that Missing after Link. watching um, the Minions film, and I was like, "God, that Minions is shite compared to Missing Link. <laughs>
3: Minions is shite in general." Off <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the, the
2: buff. I mean, I, uh, Minions is shit, but I didn't like Missing
4: Link. Was a bit. I liked I it. It mm.
3: uh, goes on to sit unreal. Yeah, oh, Kubo's, Kubo's incredible. incredible.
4: I like uh, minions.
3: He goes. He goes on to say, for just playing underrated. How about Hudson Hawk? Brilliantly, kitsch, uh, brilliant kitschy fun. Pretty much universally panned because it got pigeonholed as a comedy without jokes. When it's really a whimsical, adventurous delight. Yeah,
2: I've never watched that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's your man. It's your man, is it? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis.
3: Yeah,
2: I can I've seen it, but I've very got his I don't hat on, Annie. About
3: it. Where's his hat? That's all I can remember from it. he has <laughs> got an hat. <laughs> John Shepard says, Unbreakable is arguably one of the best superhero films. Mm. It's incredible. Kubo and the Two Strings is a masterpiece, never gets mentioned. Oh, does. Imajika <laughs> by Clive Barker is one of the best fantasy novels and hardly anyone seems to have read it. I have. I have. Which book, sorry? It is good. Yeah, but it, it, it
0: hasn't got any sadomasochism in it, so I'm not going to read it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, it, I absolutely agree with John on this. It is really good. And,
3: and, for, and for his last point, I'm going to agree as hard as I've agreed with anybody here. Agent Carter is one of the best exports of the MCU. Uh, never seen it. Never have I. loved Agent Carter. I don't know why. It's I just, fucking just brilliant. Never, I just never bothered because... Agent Carter is still canon as
0: well, isn't it? Do you know why? Because,
2: yeah, because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a TV show that came out around the same time. Yeah. I was just like, I just felt, that I was, was like, shit. shit. And I was just like, I can't be asked another TV show. But now, like, it it came about the wrong time, actually, really, isn't it? Because if yeah. we did an Agent yeah. Carter now, it'd get... A shitload of production oh, no, of money it, put it, behind
3: it, it. Agent Carter is great because it's like it, it. It's not. It's not a superhero thing. It's a proper like kind of gumshoe detective thing. Mm-hmm. thing. Is it like Tinker kind of Tailor sort of... Soldier Spy? Something no, like that. No, not so much. It's a bit. It, it's a bit camper than that. Ooh. And um, yeah, and um, Haley Atwell's just still incredible. Oh, incredible. She's, incredible. As, um, she's brilliant It's Peggy Carter. But uh, yeah, definitely watch that. It's so fucking good. I really enjoyed it.
0: They, 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 they um, they're not canonized. The Netflix ones, either. They're not actually. Like in the MCU, you know, like the Punisher and
3: uh... oh right, them, no, yeah, no, they're not. Agent of... Carter is because a... it's linked yeah, to yeah, one that, of the films. Was... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's linked to um, First Avenger. Yeah, uh, Joe Payne says obligatory shout-out to the Last Jedi for being the best Star Wars film.
0: <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> I've just... uh, still like the Last Jedi. I think that yeah, the some... Last Jedi, yeah, I think but... he did think some it's...
2: really good stuff. The best Star Wars film did this say? Yeah, as you see, Empire he, Strikes Back. <laughs> but he also thinks Robocop shit, so you know. It's, Whoa!
3: You know. <laughs> <laughs> buy that for a dollar. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, really like Last Jedi. I think it's, I think it's the most beautiful Star Wars film. Like the visual style, favorite of it, I ending, think it's incredible. I've it's the most daring one as well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he goes on to say, "The Nice Guys never seems to be watched by people outside of our sort of circles, though it's excellent." Agree, I agree. It's the Nice Guys film. is brilliant. I really. talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the guest seems to be largely slept on. Ever heard of it. Same with personal shopper. Shopper? Shopper? I personal shopper's meant to be really good, actually. I need
2: to, it's on my wish, uh, which washlet. Li- Washless, <laughs> wishlet. Watch. Wash list. List. <laughs> wait,
4: wait, it seems to be the one getting through this episode with no I've issues? I've gone past it now. I've, I've plateaued. I'll tonight, never sleep uh.
3: again. <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs. Nobody, nobody saw that, saw that or talks about it, but it's incredible. Now, is that the one with Michael Fassbender? Yes. Or is that the one with Aaron? The good uh, one. Kutcher?
0: It's the good I one. I think it mm-hmm. means it's the one with with, with Fassbender. Fassbender. Yeah, it's right, the good okay. one. Where Steve is it, Jobs an absolute a, bastard in
3: it. Yeah, because mm. one was Steve Jobs and one was Jobs, wasn't yes. it? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the Jobs <laughs> one with Kutcher is not as much of a bastard in it. They di- they didn't dare to go there. So yeah, watch right, the Fassbender okay. one.
4: It just uh, sounds yeah. like somewhere you'd apply for something, isn't it? Yeah, it
3: <laughs> really does. Uh, And and he finishes off with the Rock Hudson movie Seconds, utterly incredible, but barely anyone has seen it. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Mm. Nope. Jamie Kelwick says uh, Joe Dante's Explorers, such a classic kids' film, introduced the world to Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix. Mm. The Rocketeer.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh,
3: Tig has dropped in saying notable mentions for Titanfall Two and the Batman Telltale games, but I'd like to nominate two shooters for consideration. The first is Ghost Recon Wildlands. A surprising entry into the series, it's a terrific drop-in, drop-out cover-based shooter that me and my mates played for a good two years between of Battlefield and Call of Duty. Set in Bolivia, you have an almost limitless supply of weapons and vehicles and complete tactical freedom to complete varied multi-objective missions that encourage roles, coordination, and teamwork. We probably took it too fucking seriously. Dango down, 10 o'clock. But blimey, we had some fun with that game. The it game gets the game gets some criticism from passers-by with its white saviour, America fuck yeah appearance, huh. but it's a deeper game that, that the more you put into it, the more you got out. I mean, to be fair, that's why I didn't play because it did look very America <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah. i played it, I like it. I, I used I, I yeah. loved that, was, um, that, was, was that the one with John in the, um, yes. in the adverts? I think so. uh, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: maybe. It's, it's the one where you could uh, fight Predator on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. It, oh, it yes. Is. Yes, as
4: a is. Uh, DLC. Yes, you're right. <laughs> That sounds bad. It's
3: some isn't it? Oh, fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> the, the second is my favourite game in the Far Cry series, Far Cry 2. Mm. Ubisoft's, Ubisoft's first original and best entry. It bought the licence from Crytek, who made the first notoriously difficult but a stunning first game. Far Cry 2 is a brilliant open world with much malign mechanics. From the very beginning, the game kicks you in the ghoulies with a bout of malaria that required you to source regular medication. Yeah, You need to do quests for a local church to stay alive and a weapon-degrading mechanic that would often mean your rifle misfiring and jamming up in the middle of a firefight. But while Far Cry 2 could be punishing and frustrating, it also had a truly stunning open world set in the African savannah, superb combat with genuine tactical freedom and a brilliant fire system that spread like wildfire. Far Cry 2 is an underrated masterpiece that deserves more credit that, than its more formulaic successes, and I commend it to the pod for consideration.
0: I, Far Cry 2 is great. I love Far Cry 2, uh, but I prefer 4, but the, both of them could change, which is my favourite. I still think Far Cry 2 looks brilliant. It still looks good. To say it's like 360 gen. I think it's,
3: yeah, Far Cry 2's good. Play it. Yeah. Uh, the We Needed Roads podcast has said, um, a book by Nicholas Eames, Kings of the Wild. It's a very funny fantasy book about a team of over-the-hill mercenaries. Loads of classic rock references, and Eames treats us mercs like rock stars. Mm. I've got this book in my to-read pile already. My mother lent it to us about two years ago, and it oh. just, books, books keep getting put on top of it. I I do Throw need to I do intend me. to read it. Yes, yes books. i <laughs> I say
0: book. We'll never get tired of it. I'll never understand what he's saying. <laughs> What <laughs> oh, geezer, calm down, calm down
2: Why, <laughs> <right>, I'm Biggie. This <laughs> week on
3: modern Escapism He was talking there. I <laughs> one of them doesn't tell? No. it
5: was me my name's Steve blah blah wrestling blah
2: blah blah oh my god I mean I, I mean if my voice was that high it might it might work but. listen back my friend I know
0: people back. didn't see that because you listened to it it was his arms as well then oh, oh. He, he, he was
2: like Kermit the Frog when he's like yeah oh uh, hey here at Modern Skips and Biggie we don't discriminate on what media we talk about so <laughs> You piped down. I've got to well, listen to I'm you that banging on about Dark Souls and Final Fantasy. You know, <laughs> That's totally <fair>. guilty.
3: <laughs> okay, so let's let's stop touching nerves and we'll we'll go oh. in what Natalie said. Most underrated, Gex deep cover gecko. No, it's now, shite.
4: I don't remember that. I remember the game, but I don't oh,
3: remember if it's any bad. good or not. So, so 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 this one's going to be difficult for me because she's using young people language. <laughs> <laughs> that game they was bussing. What? Buzzing. Buzzing? Buzzing? Oh, but no, bussing is what it says have here. Have you Googled it? What does
0: bussing mean? Let me, have a go- let me have a look. I'll
5: find out. Hang on. No,
0: come on. We're all in a spurt, is one <laughs> of us of is, is it with a G? Yeah, with a G on the end. Bussing. 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 I mean, you should have said buzzing, but
3: yes. Yeah,
0: what it's, does bussing describe something that's good, usually used in saying if food is bad or not, actually it means the food is great. Bussing. Yeah.
1: Mm, okay.
3: Yeah. That's well anyway. peng.
0: <laughs> That's a word apparently well, kids sure. use. Sure.
3: Peng. Yeah. Peng. I love peng. <laughs> that game was bussing, and no one I knew in school played it on their PS1. It had everything a busty broad in need, undercover costumes, boss fights, and it was so, so funny. Played the bejesus out of it. Underrated. I know. I, I, I fucking hate all the gecks. <laughs> I mean, the crap.
0: <laughs> and I've played them all and finished them all. I can actually say it. But back in, to be honest, when you get a, when I had a PS one, it's like, oh, my Nanan's been to town. She's got me a game. Oh, I saw this for a fiver. Gex. <laughs> or oh, Jersey Devil. Remember
4: Jersey Devil? It's Jersey Devil was amazing. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Wasn't it like Crash Bandicoot? Crash Bandicoot were they all good. supposed to be the same thing, though, right? These are all the same kind of games. Similar. No,
3: kind of like 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 3D open level exploration.
0: Yeah, they're more things. like yeah, Croc yeah. and Spyro, weren't they? Than uh,
4: yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's shite. <laughs> oh, Jersey Devil was great, man.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> underrated. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray has come in saying, Hi, Modern Escapism. When talking about the greatest Pixar creation, Inside Out is not likely to be a candidate. But for me this this film deserves more. Now if I start crying through any of this it's just because I've remembered that one scene. Mm. I know it's yeah. scene it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Unclear from when our pursuit for happiness morphed into th- into a theater audition. In this contest, whoever sounds happy the most and acts happy the most wins the role of a strong, independent person. As, the, as a result, the negative emotions, especially sadness, are deemed bad and harmful. Something should be suppressed, stifled, or be ashamed for. However, if sadness is stifled, happiness will also become forced. And forced happiness would would not be an expression of genuine joy, but a performance to mask the real pain. He said, "I." I I'm in this email, and I don't like it. <sighs> um, so what the film is trying to tell us with light-hearted with a light-hearted, gentle, but firm voice, is that it's fine to feel negative, and certainly there is no shame in expressing it and looking for help and understanding. Inside out is a movie able to grow up with its audience because they gain more experience on the feeling and emotion. the story and the message behind it will keep giving new perspectives. Perhaps after these years, it's time for the film to receive its proper appreciation like how Joy learned to appreciate that dash of blue on the core memory. Box. Oh, God. Mm. Do you know? Mm. Fuck me, he's good, he's good. It's good. Uh, that that I, film. I thought, yeah. I thought
5: about Bing Bong. I can't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That's not even
3: the saddest
0: scene for me. The saddest scene is when, is it Riley, the little kid in it? Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's at the dinner table and, and and it just harkens back to like my childhood when uh, there was a broken marriage in my house and they're arguing and stuff. Oh, just fucking hit me that.
4: Mm. The hockey thing oh, when God. she's trying to. Trial for the hockey team, or like something mm. that just got yeah. me it's, it's, it's weird that the film impacts everybody differently. Mm.
0: fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nah.
4: Couldn't handle that.
3: Uh, last up, we've got Best Boy Angry Kurt. Birthday Boy Angry Kurt. It's his birthday. Ooh. Have I missed Kurt's birthday? Happy birthday, yeah, buddy. Fu- yesterday, while you were out uh, getting pissed. <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. I,
0: I invited <laughs> everybody.
5: <laughs>
0: Best uh, Birthday Boy. Yes. He's tired of crew
3: <laughs> uh, for games Gears Tactics and Mario Rabbits Kingdom Battle yes brother love Kingdom I know Battle. XCOM 2 is considered to be the best turn based strategy tactics game in the, in the genre but for me it's these two games I like how they take the XCOM, XCOM formula and simplify it so it doesn't have the base building stuff and I like how it gives you a <laughs> consistent crew of characters to make up the squad <laughs> yes, he, he really fucking hates the I base like building <laughs> Too. Oh, I, I did too. Um, both look gorgeous in their own way far better than XCOM which is a little janky oh, he's, he's coming in hard for XCOM XCOM's yeah. incredible um, <laughs> <laughs> I also thought the boss battles in each game were tremendous fun Yeah. for me Mario and Rabbids is my favourite Switch exclusive it, Mario, Mario and Rabbids is such a fucking weird game to just exist I adore I, it I love it it's great it's fucking so it's good. incredible um it isn't says, and the same for Gears Tactics on the Xbox. I can't wait for the Rabbids sequel next year, and I hope we get a Gears Tactics sequel too. I've, I I've we'll played about Gears an hour Tactics of Gears sequel.
0: Tactics, and th- there was nothing wrong with it at
3: all. I don't know why I stopped playing it. It's just one of them, you because know, sometimes it, it happens, doesn't it? it, it it's because your ADHD The, blink, the yeah. light blinked on and you went to something else. <laughs> Game Pass! <laughs> ah. Game Pass is the worst thing for a person like you, isn't it? It is not it it's terrible! <laughs> Just well, you got a series S and you kind of fill it up with too many games. And then games. I get fucking codes from place. I'm like, ah, games! Well, uh, you're a gamer. So it's fine. I'm not a gamer. Yeah. He fin- <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking hell, this podcast's gone right off the rails, isn't it? Um, he finishes off with, I'll be quick with my movie and TV suggestions. Uh, for movie, it's fighting with my family, a comedy drama yes. which I think anyone can enjoy, even if you have zero interest in wrestling. I think it was shit. Uh, I know, I, I loved I, it. I, I disagree,
2: but that's because I'm into wrestling and so I, I, pick, I nitpick it too much. My favourite bit was when the no, rock, rock was in it. Who <laughs> had nothing to do with Page's career whatsoever.
5: Yeah, but the Rock though.
2: So. <laughs> Who had a fight with uh, Vince Vaughn's character that never happened? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's just it's a really good film. In certain aspects, but it's, and I can get what he means by if you don't enjoy wrestling, you would enjoy it more. But when you know what happened, it's a bit like. It's, it,
3: is, is it one for the casuals rather than one for the wrestling fans? Yes, I think so. Fair enough. Uh, then for TV shows, it's Mindhunter. One of the yes. best drama mm-hmm. thrillers ever, in my opinion, with the expert crafter David Fincher. I really hope Netflix bring it back. Wasn't there rumblings on another season for that? Yeah, yeah. I agree with him on second that. Second or third Mind season. That brilliant. That
0: first episode, ever episode of Mind Hunters, one of best first episodes of telly I've watched in years. Yeah.
4: They can't let it end on that. I know a lot of shows get canned, but it, it, they've been building this up. It won't get canned. To, through season there'll, there'll be another one, one. one to season two. It's just. Yeah, yeah don't, they'll do another. Don't they might even do a reviews.
0: film or something like a, an hour and a half or two hour special or something. They'll do something with it, I reckon. Uh, but yeah, that's everything in the mailbag. And now the sack is empty. Let us go to the socials and a sneak preview of what we'll be doing next week.
5: Oh, exciting. Yes, yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at Modern Escapism. On there, you'll find a link to all of our episodes and all of our socials. Uh, you can join us on Discord. Uh, we have an absolutely wonderful community we always say it but you are all absolutely brilliant thank you so much for joining us and uh really really supportive place as well i've seen some really nice messages we do have a mental health section as well and i've seen such support just reading it this week as well like something biggie you said to one of my one of my friends is just uh it was really moving so thank sage you for that.
0: White. sage like sage <laughs> like wisdom that's what it was all exactly true, all true
5: um if you've got any comments, you can either tweet us or email us at modernescapismpod at gmail.com. If you enjoy playthroughs, we've mentioned it before with uh, Gadgets playthrough of Prey. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash modernescapers, and we have a fairly reg- regular <laughs> schedule that we try to keep to. Uh, Saturday <laughs> oodles, what do you have for us? I got us? a
3: fucking glow. <laughs> i
5: <laughs> will move on then <laughs> thanks for that
3: friends. something <laughs> cheers is, 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 buddy. Is, is, is there a chance of a noodle stream
0: uh, I'm not going out for a while so mm-hmm. yeah Get, uh, tell me what you want to see me play I'm thinking half like 2 yeah I'm thinking Half-Life I paid for it anyway so may as well use it may as well play it
5: uh, Mondays we've got Biggie Dyes Biggie's carrying on with his playthrough of Dark Souls if he doesn't lose his own soul trying <sighs> to beat the uh, section that he's currently yeah. on
4: I will apologise in advance. I won't be on tomorrow because it's bank holiday and I'm out. They won't know that So that will have happened in past. Have to wait. I know, but I'm apologising now for anyone who may want to see what's happening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah b- it will be b- back b- b- this following time Monday. Time this is comes pretty.
3: out on Thursday.
4: So I know, but I'm just saying in advance. For no, no, in in, in wonders what not happened. In retrospect. <laughs> retrospect, sorry.
5: sorry. for not being on, he says. Wednesday, we've <laughs> got Gadget <laughs> and Stick
4: who are playing
5: <laughs>
3: Yes, we're doing Sea of Thieves. We will have done Sea of Thieves and we're going to be doing more Sea of Thieves. What are you going to do when you <laughs> run out of Sea of Thieves?
0: No um, more, hey, <laughs> more Sea of Thieves. It's a big sea. more Sea of Thieves. big ocean. I, don't, I don't, do, don't
3: have to just do a pirate's life. We can do other stuff on it. But, uh, no, we're, we're I'm
0: sure we'll something. find a co-op game. You two need to do a Lego game. I fucking, I'd, I'd love to watch you two do a Lego game. Play <laughs> Lego games. That's oh, they're good. so good. Wait for the new yeah. one, the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I think you two doing a Lego game would be hilarious to watch. Because I, I can the, imagine Stig wanting to pick up every little peg and gadget. Like, come on, let's get
2: started. the story. Lego games, I just get bored with them. Like, really easy. Marvel superheroes, so good. Marvel
3: superheroes. Right, to be fair, Lego Marvel superheroes are great. It's really good. There's, there's, there's still a really sick, twisted, horrible part of me that wants to do Resident Evil Five, but it's Ooh. so bad. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
5: And speaking of scary streams, uh, Thursday we've got Candy's Creature feature, which is my horror <laughs> stream. And at the moment, I'm playing Outlast. I started it last Thursday. I've never watched in, it yet. How uh, far did you get? I, got, I got to the. <sighs> I did the boiler and all that? Section.
3: Yeah, she, yeah, she did the boiler. Have she you seen a Willy yet?
5: Should... I saw the Wangers, yeah. Whangers, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That was a highlight. Yeah.
3: Game gave her the willies. And then you need to play Outlast <laughs> yeah, 2. Did... There's even
5: more
0: willies in Outlast 2. <laughs>
5: It's well, I'm gonna play, kind of I think I'm going to play Soma next and then I might go back to Outlast yeah. 2, but we'll see. See so yeah, how much I enjoyed the first one. Um, all of our playthroughs get uploaded to YouTube so you can watch it in your own time. Just do a search for Modern Escapism in the channel section. Um, and we've already spoken about our Patreon as well. So if you do like our content, want to give us some more support, please think about uh, donating to our Patreon. We've got £5 for Modern Escapism, £5 for Scorch Sheep and £7.50 for the Biggie Bundle.
4: Yeah, don't waste your money on charities. Just give it to us. Uh-huh. We are a charity. <laughs> it's getting the, it's getting that way.
3: <laughs> I mean, you, you'll, you'll have had you'll have had too fast, Two curious episode three this week. We did Tokyo. You can't we kind of... even say it We're Right? We <laughs> <cracking. No.
1: laughs> oh
2: God, that film! I love it.
5: See, I'm saving your too fast because I want to actually watch it along because I haven't seen a lot of them. I love Tokyo, but
2: I've not seen it since it came out. Literally watched it in a bar in Ayanapa on a dodgy screen, like someone had got a dodgy copy and just I think that's how it's supposed to be hung, watched when it was hung over that's <laughs> the only time I've ever seen it so I, I remember thinking it was okay compared
4: to the second one it's
0: supposed to be watched in it's Back it's yeah, a it's kind of the Skyline that's been pimped out by
4: Exhibit Gadget has other thoughts <laughs>
5: <laughs> hmm. anyway next week Sir Jake's worst McGuffin's
2: Mac, Mac, <laughs> McGuffins. <laughs> oh we've oh, all been this oh, episode not MacGuffins it's oh, McGuffins. Oh,
5: MacGuffins.
2: There's still time.
5: Somebody else, please explain what that is. <laughs> I'm a gadget.
3: The worst, plot po- the worst plot points, the worst moments of of writers kind of writing characters out of a situation, <laughs> the worst plot holes, plot contrivances, just any just random shite bit of and writing. The worst in a burger film from TV Mac show game. And
0: MacGuffin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Guffin, not Mickey Guffin. <laughs>
5: Oh, oh, McMuffin. Oh. God.
1: Oh,
2: oh, God.
5: What a fucking shit show this episode's been. Do you know, what? I have to admit, I didn't even know what it really meant, so.
2: And for those who've loved, loved this shit show, should we go on to the people that pay for extra?
0: Yeah so, yeah, so everyone that doesn't pay you, if you're a tight bastard. We appreciate that, you, but you're going to miss out on some epic content round the back where we give each other handies and we just have a great time. So,
5: And I'm almost afraid to say it, but please, please leave us a five-star review oh, yeah. wherever you can. <laughs>
0: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for everyone that hasn't paid... We're- Apparently
4: we're underrated.
0: <laughs> we'll see you all next time, and I will have slept by then, hopefully and it will be a, a more cohesive
4: <laughs> structure
0: and we'll all be able to speak. I don't know why but everyone else has been terrible today as well.
3: <laughs> I've been fine. You're always fine, you professional batch.
0: Shit
5: bastards. by osmosis.
3: I've been drinking since midday and I'm
0: fine. Excellent. So yes, for everyone else, good night and ta ta.
3: The cats have just done something. I'll be right back. I
5: heard a crash. That sounded <laughs> threatening.
3: That's I can smell second. it from here, whatever How they've are you done. Doing your shit? I was just have another power right? it. <laughs> it would appear that Major's just commando ruled into his literary. <laughs> <laughs>